0: longest-running sports
1: show. The biggest goal of our team, especially in the first half, we at Deville, we're trying to be the best. Always is
2: to win a national championship. Something
3: right. cool to look back on. We don't want to
4: waste a failure.
3: You're inside
4: the game. The game.
2: John Metry on the ground. Appreciate your interest in the game. On your home
0: for Alabama, Alabama sports. sports. Tide 100.9 And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app Powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota And now, now, here's your award-winning host Brian. Brian Fowler
5: And a big good afternoon to you. Welcome into the game. T-Town Tide 100.9. Remember to download the Tide 100.9 app. It's a free download. Android, iPhone, Google Play. You can listen to all of our shows. Morning, 6 a.m. with Martin Houston. Wimp Barry inside the locker room, 7 until 9, 9 until 11. The Gary Harris Show, WVUA Sports Director, and our very own Gary Harris from 9 until 11. Corey and Christian Miller, Miller's Edge. They're coming at you. Off the edges uh, right here from 11 until noon. And then Big Noon Sports, Matt Coulter, Lars Anderson. We're going to have some fun today because I want to go back to what Blake Brockemeyer said yesterday. He's a guy that played at Texas, but he's a 247 Sports National College football analyst. He thinks Alabama's going to win it all. And he talked about Alabama, the growth and the projection of where Alabama went after the Texas game. And even uh, had some comments to say about Texas. When you look at uh, maybe two different uh, ways, Alabama's got better, Texas maybe not so much. And he kind of gave me a comment when you look at this Alabama season. I was sitting today with lunch uh, with a friend of mine, and we're – talking about uh you know going out to Pasadena the Rose Bowl and he's going to make that trip and he was telling me that uh him and his dad were always wanted to go to the Rose Bowl together right it, and it was one of those emotional hey you you see Alabama pop up there not only there but you also fulfill a dream and a bucket list item uh, because many of you are going to take a part of that of going out to Pasadena but if i ask you to describe your confidence when you look at this Alabama football team knowing where they've been and knowing where we think they're going to Houston to win a Nashville title, what's your confidence? Like on a zero to 100, where are you at with confidence right now? So if you set your confidence at 95% uh, this particular guy that I was sitting with, he's a former broadcaster and he uh, does radio as well. And And he was telling me, he said, you know, I, I really think Alabama's probably a 90 percentile. I, I really do. I think. And I said, you know, that's kind of funny because I, I'm, I'm probably right there with you. And I'm just curious if anybody else feels that way. It was Blake Brockemeyer who gave us the topic yesterday. We'll dive into that uh, with, with coming up in a couple of minutes. We also will go back to this judge and the attorney general of the state of Florida who is ruling – that, that she's going to investigate Florida State being left out. We'll hear the audio as we travel throughout the afternoon, and we'll, we'll jump into that and let you speak for yourself. We also have a judge getting involved with an NCAA rule, uh, ruling that does athletes seeking a second transfer. We'll talk about this. With Connor O'Gara coming up in just a couple of minutes, Saturday down south, and we'll break down the national championship game. He was at the SEC title game. I talked with him in the press room for a couple of minutes, but uh, we'll dive into that uh, with Connor O'Gara coming up in just a couple of minutes. But I, I don't know about you, but I can't stand when these polit- politicians get involved because it, it's, I understand what they're doing, and the motive that you and I have around college football is not the same, right? politicians on election years and they'll tell you anything you want to hear and so when you you back up and you hear these politicians whether it's judges or uh, attorney generals or elected officials or possibly elected officials or governors or senators getting involved it just makes you shake your head and you're going come on guys come on man we, we got people starving to death uh, I thought Jared in Houston laid it out there yesterday. He said, come on, guys, come on, come on. We we, we can do better than this. we got a lot more priorities. Let college football do college football-type things, and you guys fix the uh, economic struggles of our country. Thank you. Sign the rest of the country. Uh, we'll do that coming up in a couple of minutes. Connor O'Gara gonna join us. Aaron Torres will join us at three o'clock. We're gonna be a little guest heavy in the three o'clock hour, but we are gonna open it up with a lot of phone calls coming up. Connor O'Gara from 2.15 to 2.30. 2.30 to three o'clock, we'll take some phone calls. Three o'clock, we'll talk to Aaron Torres and Aaron's got a soapbox that he wants to get on. He was telling me about it earlier. And I think it's one that you're going to like because it's take it up for the University of Alabama. So he'll do that coming up at 3 o'clock. And then at 3.30, we'll talk to Chris Hummer. We'll look at the transfer portal. He is a guy that covers the transfer portal for 247 Sports, cbsports.com We'll talk with... Chris Hummer coming up at 3.30 and then all the way from 3.45 until 6. Uh, we'll take a lot of phone calls. Got some audio that, like I said, we want to dive into. We are always powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. TuscaloosaToyota.com, 3325. Scotland Boulevard and online at TuscaloosaToyota.com. Some interest specials happening on several different models. You can view all of that inventory, which is the most inventory they've had in over two and a half years. You can see all of that inventory. You can also see the incoming inventory that is arriving daily at TuscaloosaToyota, TuscaloosaToyota.com. 3325 Scotland Boulevard and online at TuscaloosaToyota.com. We'll also take your Twitter interactions. And remember... We, we still have a few more days. I know Noah's been working on these, but uh, if you want to send a Christmas greeting, we have been putting those into the show. And they sound great, by the way. You guys did a great job. We ask you for that. You drop down the three menu uh, on the app, and it's, it's easy. I mean, it, it takes literally like 15 seconds. The three drop down, the three bars. You drop down, and it says search, chat with us, newsletter, listen live. Send us a voice message. You click send us a voice message. You hit the recording. And you don't have to worry about editing. Noah's going to take care of that. So he can clean it up. He'll make you sound uh, great. So uh, simply, uh, hey, this is Joe from Dothan, which is Joe from Dothan. And I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. He did that, by the way, and uh, we appreciate that. And we played some of the audio yesterday, Uh, Kit Kat, president of the Twitter Army. So if you're looking to do that, uh, it's a chance where you can wish everybody a Merry Christmas, and we certainly say thank you for that. Uh, Remember, we've also got Jerome Jackson coming to town, Elvis Presley, uh, impersonator, Friday night, $25, Druid City Music Hall. Those tickets available right there. You can go to tide 109com and It'll take you right there. So if you're looking to get in the Christmas spirit, uh, we are certainly trying to get you there. We're going to have some fun today. Like I said, powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. Connor O'Gara coming up in just a couple of minutes. But describe your confidence because I'm a little bit concerned that maybe we're overconfident. I mean, I wonder what Dawson's will be. I see him up on the call board. I wonder what Dawson's confidence will be. If I'm a guessing guy, an educated guess would say one hundred one, one hundred and one percent. Even though that's not possible, you know when your teacher tells you to give one hundred and ten percent, it's not possible. So, coach says, "Hey, give me give one hundred and ten percent." It's not possible. One hundred percent says maximum you can give. Right? You can't give any more than that. But Austin will be one-on-one. I can almost promise you. Robert Mobile, I expect that he'll be a little bit more logical. Uh, If I was guessing, uh, I would say Robert's probably a 90 percentile. I would say maybe in the 85 to 90 range is where Robert will be. And we'll take yours coming up in a couple of minutes. Connor O'Gara, we'll ask Kim what he thinks about Alabama winning a national title. That's next. T-Town Tide 100.9, 1230. WTBC, your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports.
1: Always live. Always local. Dependable news coverage. The latest news only from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom.
6: The future of Kentucky Arts Festival at Northport
7: still clouded. Kentuck Board President Bobby Bragg says that they are still continuing deliberations and are not ready to make an announcement about their future yet. A Tuscaloosa City Council will vote again next week on a request to have the legislature approve a referendum on a request by Tuscaloosa City Schools to raise property taxes. And Alabama U.S. Senator Tommy Tuberville continues to oppose sending aid to Ukraine in their fight to stave off Russian aggression. He claims Russia is not a threat to the rest of Europe. For
1: the latest local news in Tuscaloosa, Alabama sports updates, and severe weather information, download the free Tuscaloosa Threat app, never pay for your news, and sign up for our daily newsletter with news updates.
2: Liberty Mutual presents
8: how to be the...
5: com Dreamland Barbecue. Since 1958, Coach Brown arrived at the University of Alabama. So did Dreamland with Big Daddy's Barbecue Hickory Smoke Ribs. If you're talking about catering for that big tailgate or maybe it's just that family gathering or that small office party... You can do it at either location. You can also order online. Carry out, curbside pickup, delivery are now available. It is dreamlandbbq.com. We do our score prediction every Tuesday and Wednesday, made possible by Dreamland. That wonderful hickory smoked barbecue ribs. How about the Big Daddy Barbecue Sandwich? Those wings are underrated. They're one of the best in town. You'll find them there. How about those barbecue baked potatoes? Absolutely. Either location in our immediate area, Tuscaloosa, and the original location there off Jug Factory Road, downtown Northport, Dreamland. Ain't nothing like them nowhere. Tide
9: 100.9 Tuscaloosa weather. Mostly sunny this afternoon. The high today around 60. Fair tonight The low 41. The weather stays rain-free tomorrow and Friday. Partly to mostly sunny both days. Highs close to 60. Saturday increasingly cloudy with a high of 62. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 62 degrees in Tuscaloosa.
0: The game with Ryan Fowler. Powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. On your home for Alabama's Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
8: Be home for Christmas.
5: Christmas music, I feel like for Alabama fans, uh, you still have that one present that you can unwrap under the tree, but uh, Christmas uh, came early for the University of Alabama. It came uh, over in Atlanta, and I saw this guy, Connor O'Gara, National College football analyst Saturday down south in the press room And after Alabama had beat Georgia, and I think the question was, what did you think? Do you think Alabama would get in? And we talked about it. Uh, Connor, It's good. To, it was good to see you over in the SEC championship game. It's good to talk with you. Welcome back to Tuscaloosa. I hope all is well.
3: Yeah, appreciate that. It was good to see you in Atlanta as well. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of those questions have been answered since that day. And it's kind of crazy still to to picture where this program is at when we thought in the middle of September uh, these were trying times. And, and so much has changed over the course of the last three months. You
5: know, I've asked a lot of our guests, but do you think this is Nick Saban's best coaching job in your opinion?
3: Definitely in season. No doubt about it. You could probably find other instances in which you said, wow, look what he did to hire this coordinator. or Look what he did to to have faith in, in that quarterback within a game, obviously, the national championship at the end of the 2017 season, of course. But I, I think over the course of making in-season adjustments, yeah, I, it has to be. And look there were a lot of people who wondered if Tommy Reese was in over his head as an offensive coordinator. And instead of this turning into Nick Saban, making him the scapegoat week after week, they they kind of did the Alabama thing of getting to work, figuring out what was going to work for Jalen Milrow, and this offense has been better for it, despite the fact they still don't really have those bona fide duds, that receiver and that running back that we've grown, grown so accustomed to seeing at Alabama. And then defensively, I mean, they they have cut down on the mistakes as well. And I think that Kevin Steele, someone whose role was in question when Alabama was dealing with those early season struggles, I think he has come out of this looking so much better than what anyone thought was possible. And now Alabama's in a a better place as a result of having the greatest coach in the history of the sport.
5: Connor, I don't want to get you – you know, like eggs thrown at your house. So I'm going to be careful with this question because I know you live in the state of Florida. But uh, when you look at Florida State and these arguments with the attorney general getting involved, the reaction coming out, I understand that there's an upset. Um, how would you respond to that, th- those people that are, that are showing us so many emotions today in the last couple of weeks?
3: Yeah, I think there's a difference between lawmakers trying to win some political points by doing this um and and fans being frustrated. I think those are two very different things, my opinion. Uh, there is not a fan base in the country that would be sitting back, to, like just sitting on its hands, pretending like, oh, yeah, I get it. You know what? They had to do what they had to do. No, everybody would be up in arms, obviously. And I, to be honest, like when we talked, I didn't think that this should have come down to Florida State against Alabama. I, I thought it should have come down to four State against Texas. And for those saying, well, Alabama is going to cost them, you know, Florida State, this spot, I didn't think that the selection committee was looking at it in the way that they should have. And I understand the head to head and all those different things, but I argue that Alabama, you know, did play the games that mattered. And by beating the two time defending national champs on a 29 game winning streak, that, that had to mean something as well. So, yeah, look, I, I think people are just trying to get a political gain from it. That's not really my my favorite thing to see in any sport. Uh, but the fans that that are very frustrated and still have voiced their displeasure, uh, I, I can't say that that I blame them one bit.
5: When you look at the college football selection process with what we just went through, um, in your opinion, what needs to happen to maybe build trust with that committee? Because that way, from Tuscaloosa, we're going, hey, they got it right, they got it right. But the rest of college football, maybe, they may not think that they got it right. What needs to happen? What adjustments would you make to that co- process to make sure that uh, – you know, that that people feel more comfortable and confident in this committee's uh, decisions?
3: Well, the irony is that at this time last year, Alabama fans were upset Absolutely. to not be in the playoff because as Nick Saban kept bringing up, up, it would have been favored against three of the four playoff teams. And some Alabama fans are like, well, who's the best team? You know, why isn't the best team being able to get in? And, and so the irony is that the, the conversation has changed. But I think that's probably the issue in itself is that we don't feel like we know what's valued year to year before the Florida state deal happened on selection Sunday. We've got Book Oregon talking about how it's always been our, our only objective to get the best four teams in the field. And it's like, no, it's not like you guys have never taken a two loss team and you have just defaulted to the number of losses among power five teams. And so if that's your criteria, all right, whatever. But now, when you leave out an undefeated power five team, you put in two one loss teams ahead of them. We don't really know what your year to year criteria is going to look like because it feels like it's ever changing. If we had something where it felt like we knew exactly what was valued in which specific way, I think that would be different. But I think that's the part where so many people have issue. And it feels like during the 12 team era, if you're one of those teams with more talent and you're sitting there at nine and three and there's another 10 and two, like an Iowa of the world. Like, the 9-3 and three team is going to get in every single time, and that's going to upset a lot of fans. It's probably only going to make this thing worse. But at the same time, don't lose multiple games and expect to have a chance to win a national championship. That would be the rule that I would follow.
5: Breaking news around the world of college athletics, Judge uh, judge ruling in favor of NC athletes uh, seeking second transfer. Um, your reaction?
3: Yeah, not surprising. Um <laughs> It's the same NCAA that told us several years ago that they were overwhelmed by the transfer portal waivers that they would receive. And that is why they loosened these restrictions in the first place, because they got tired of being the judge, jury and executioner when it came to these transfer portal cases. And they didn't act promptly enough. So instead of saying, oh, we're going to beef up our staff, we're going to do this, we're going to do that because they weren't really in position to do that. They just said, ah, we're going to open it up to everybody and let this be the free-for-all. I'm sure there are a lot of coaches that are kind of frustrated with that, but at the same time, it it, it does put uh, some things into perspective a little bit. And if you see the way that the Tez Walker situation kind of played out this past year at North Carolina, you kind of understand why this could benefit the student-athlete, but not necessarily a surprise to see those restrictions loosened up even more. It's crazy how much the sport has changed in that regard in the last three, four years, but kind of feels like the last domino to fall during this new era that we're about to to, to step into in twenty twenty
5: four. Well as as coaches are screaming help, 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 help with this calendar and the, the amount of stress, I, I don't know how you manage a roster. Um I it it just to me it's mind blowing as a media guy here. I don't know how these coaches are able to pull it off.
3: I have no idea. No idea whatsoever, and I've talked to some of them about it and about that process of of what that's like, and I think that the, the transfer portal windows are a positive thing from that standpoint, but at the same time, in this day and age, it would be difficult if you applied that same logic to grown adults in the NFL. Now, obviously, it's different with... The money that we're talking about the NFL, if everybody was considered a free agent after every single season. But at the same time, like, how much different is it really? If we're seeing some of the figures that are thrown out there in the portal, I mean, with 18 to 22 year old kids, yeah, of course, this is going to be a difficult thing to match. I really don't think there is a, a, a solution. And for all the coaches that are going to say, well, it's all the more reason to have a culture and to really establish that within your program. Like, get out of here with that. Okay. Like, that, 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 that stuff only goes so far. I don't necessarily want to hear a coach telling me about, oh, why you have to have these core values and blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, it really doesn't come down to that in the way that they're trying to tell us it does. It's just about trying to find guys the right situation. You better have your NIL opportunities set up. Your Ducks have to be in a row. And if not, you're going to watch your roster get poached, get gutted, whatever you want to call it.
5: Connor, when you look at the college football playoff, let's go to the semifinal out of the Rose Bowl. Uh, when you look at Alabama-Michigan, what do you expect?
3: I think Alabama has Team of Destiny-type vibes, and that is what my takeaway has been since the Iron Bowl. Now, I picked Georgia to win the SEC Championship, so obviously I can't sit here and pretend like I saw that coming a mile away. I did But at the same time, I wonder about Michigan and the lack of quality quarterbacks that they have faced and what it's like when they actually have to game plan for Jalen Milrow for 60 minutes. Because I think that you you look at the track record of those second callers against them this year, and they didn't even have to get through a C.J. Stroud or something like that like they did years past. I mean, the best quarterback that they faced, it's Talia Tungvaloa. I mean, think about that. He's big time all-time leading passer, he's a great, he's a really solid player, but he's like clearly the best quarterback that Michigan It's not even close, and to me that puts into question what this defense will look like when it has to defend this improved version of Jalen Millrow for 60 minutes, so I wonder if that's going to be the biggest thing that we're talking about in this game, or alternatively, if this is really Michigan against the world, and if a Michigan team that has more playoff experience than anybody in the field, including Alabama who is was a much different team than two years ago is that going to be the takeaway in this one? But I would guess the, the winner of this game wins the national championship. I, I think that that the winner will come out of this one, despite the fact that I really like Washington and Texas. But that just kind of speaks to the depth of this field. And
5: you know, I love how these coaches use the psychology, right? I mean, you know, if you listen to the uh, Jim Harbaugh Rose Bowl uh, preview on the teleconference, or if you watch him on the Selection Sunday, it's almost like. Us against the world. And it's like, hold on, didn't you create that? I mean, we didn't do it. I mean, we Connor and I didn't participate in sign stealing. You you guys did that. But I mean the narrative works. I mean that that team, as you said, us against the world. Then Alabama here is let all the naysayers know. Uh and they're gonna use this doubt. So I guess whoever the best psychologist is gonna come out victorious out on the Rolls Bowl.
3: Look, as much as I, I laugh at Michigan for pretending to be the victim and for Jim Harbaugh repeatedly saying that he thinks Michigan should be America's team, what choice do you have? You know, what, what choice point. do you have? <laughs> really, like, are you going to come out and, and say, yeah, you know what, guys, they got us. Uh, we we understand why you hate all of us. We're just going to do the best that we can. No, like, that's just not the, the mentality that especially Jim Harbaugh, the, the uber-competitive guy who, you know, his, his track record for being overly competitive is very well documented. Of course it was going to be spun this way. And it, you internalize all of this stuff. That, that's just reality. We're 11 months removed from Kirby Smart having his entire team believe that they were going 7-5, and five trying to defend a national championship. So, like, use whatever you can, even if it's a scandal, that's your own doing. This doesn't surprise me at all that Michigan continues to bang that drum. What does George Costanzo always say? It's not a lie if you believe it. Uh, Michigan is just a <laughs> proof of that.
5: I, I never heard that, but that is a great quote. Uh, I like it. I like it. It's not a lie if you believe it. Uh, Connor O'Gara right now with us Saturday down south. Let's go to the other side, Texas and, and UW. What do you think?
3: I You know what? I, I really like this Texas team. And, and I, I think that what they've kind of had to work through midseason season. With the quarterback change, with you know the Quinn Ewers injury, and being able to kind of overcome that and, and bounce back and still look as good as they did in the Big 12 championship, I, I find myself going, man, Texas, they check every box of a national championship team. They really do. And even the Sarka aspect of this, even though Sarka obviously hasn't been on this stage as a head coach, I think what he did scheming in that 2020 national championship run for Alabama was the stuff of legend. And everybody talks about Devante Smith being lined up on tough Borland. That's, that's still scheme. All right. That's still scheme. And and why they were able to to take advantage of some of those matchups. So I don't really worry about him turtling necessarily on that stage as much. And they just check so many of those boxes with what they do in the trenches. You got to have first round receivers on the outside, got to have a quarterback that just kind of gets it. That's unbelievably confident. Like, I think Texas has the advantage in that matchup, matchup against Washington, even though Washington, in my opinion, played big boy football to beat Oregon. That's what they did in that Pac-12 championship to be able to win the rematch. And I love Michael Penix Jr., but I think they get forced into a couple of those mistakes. And I think Texas is able to win that game. And my guess is that we're going to get a rematch in 2009. I think this is an Alabama-Texas national championship all over again.
5: And it's hard to beat a team twice. I want to take you to a real quick article here on Saturday Down South. You list a couple of coaches, SEC, obvious hot seat candidates entered in 2024. We wanted to ask you about Billy Napier because uh, from a local standpoint, we we enjoyed what he was able to do here. He was a great recruiter, did great things here in Tuscaloosa. Uh, Why have things not connected in Gainesville for him?
3: I think patience is a really hard thing to sell in this day and age of Great. college football with, with how quickly rosters move, turnover, and fan expectations uh, don't always align with that. And you can come in with a plan, and you can have financial backing. You can have total alignment within that building, which I believe Billy Napier had and has. The problem is that you still need to get out there on that football field and win games. And if you do things that cost you with mental mistakes, and it looks like from a preparation standpoint, your guys aren't always ready to go, and you whiff on a couple of hires, all of a sudden, you're planning, it goes out the window. And it's very obvious that Billy Napier is going to be fighting for his job next year, and going five and seven year two totally changes the equation. They are in this spot because of their own undoing. And if Billy Napier doesn't hire an offensive play caller, I don't think he's going to make it to the end of year three with a schedule that looks to be one of the most daunting we've ever seen in the history of college football. And so that, I think, is really why this hasn't worked out. My guy Matt Hayes always says stubborn coaches get fired. Billy Napier kind of looks like a stubborn coach right now, especially if he doesn't hire an offensive play caller. And to me, that could be his undoing and why this experiment doesn't work in Gainesville.
5: Sam Pittman is another one of those candidates on your hot list. Uh, I even thought that they might pull the plug this year.
3: I did too, but it's the loyalty. I mean, it's, it's Hunter Uracek. That was his hire. And despite the fact that the home optics for Sam Pittman couldn't have been worse this year, they still felt, all right, we owe it to this guy who bailed us out of the Chad Morris era, which is worse than the era that they are currently in because they're getting waxed by Western Kentucky against Ty Story at home. So that, that let's not get it twisted. Things were definitely worse, but I, I think the loyalty shown to Sam Pittman Was all right. We we still need to be able to go out and get somebody that knows how to rebuild this thing. Sam Pittman has already rebuilt this program. And so he kind of made like the ultimate whatever. I need to be able to save my job site move by hiring Bobby Petrino and doing that. But it's a tough situation because their, their ability to retain talent is going to be difficult with NIL. If those efforts aren't beefed up considerably, they might have a few nice hits in the portal. That's what Sam Pittman's done, but you still look at losing a guy like Rocket Sanders and you're know, like, man, we, if we can't keep that guy. It is really tough to sustain success in this day and age in the SEC. I don't really have a whole lot of optimism that Sam Pittman, who I think is as likable of a coach as there is in all of college football, I I just don't have a ton of optimism that he's going to be able to get that year six and survive next season.
5: Hey, Connor, take the last question and promote everything that you guys are involved in. I mean, you guys do multiple podcasts. Uh, Tell us more.
3: Yeah, I appreciate that. Saturday Down South podcast, uh, two episodes a week. We're going strong right now, even through bowl season. We also have a Betting the bowls podcast that we're doing at Saturday Down South, wherein we give gambling advice for all the different bowl games that, that are going on right now. A lot of moving pieces that go into that with opt out, transfer portal, coaching changes, all those different things. And then, SaturdayDownSouth.com. I always tell people you want to spend an afternoon not working and just becoming a more informed college football fan. Just bookmark it, click on a bunch of different stories, and I promise. You will enjoy that more than doing whatever job you're pretending to do.
5: Connor, uh, thanks again for all the appearances throughout 2023. Hopefully, we'll cross paths. Do you have a bowl assignment yet?
3: I don't. You know, I'll probably get the one that's here in Orlando. I'll probably get to the the citrus bowl um hopefully see an edible pop tart or two but uh no imminent plans uh, just yet for pole season still going to kind of wait and see how this all shakes out
5: i got you well we'll hopefully our paths will cross very very soon connor o'gara thank you again and merry christmas from all of us here in tuscaloosa thank you
3: you too really appreciate it man
5: thank you connor o'gara helping us out there find him saturday down south all right so we're going to take your phone calls here we, we want you to jump in at uh, 205-342-9904, 205-342-9904. If you want to jump in, we'd love to have you. We're asking just to simply describe your confidence. You're hearing, I mean, as Connor just said a couple seconds ago, this team is a team of destiny. Do you believe that? I do. I do. I mean, what was the caller who called? I think it was Jumbo on Monday. He said, Ryan, you have really went to his confidence side of things. I am. I see a path. We'll continue with more of the game. Tide 100.9, 1230 WTBC, your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Pharmacy at Midtown, T.J. Thomas. He's the Nick Saban of Pharmacists. And if your pharmacist doesn't have an Alabama shirt on, you don't want him. 205-752-0627. Sterile compounding facility, the only sterile compounding facility here in T Town and West Alabama. All the compounding needs, the retail side, if you're looking for a pharmacy, many of those have closed here in West Alabama and you're looking to transfer your prescriptions, pharmacymidtown.com, pharmacymidtown.com, conveniently located right there at the back of Midtown. You'll find the pharmacy at Midtown, a huge part of our show. This is a more as we celebrate special occasions birthdays anniversary that alabama fan in your life it's danielmoreart.com christmas time upcoming you want to celebrate that alabama fan by visiting the website all the great prints celebrating heisman winners great coaches nick saban and alabama's given us so many great moments to think about and we talk about living rooms Tua tonga Lois. second and 26, Devontae Smith, Heisman Heights, Mark Ingram, Bryce Young, Nick Saban, Coach Stallings, Coach Bryant. Danielmoreart.com. Remember the code word, the game, gets a significant discount. you got to put it in the game, significant discount, Danielmoreart.com. And we would also ask when you say, where did you hear about this? We'd ask that you would select the game with Ryan Fowler. We greatly appreciate you. Go into Danielmoreart.com.
0: Catch every game and every moment right here. This is your home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
6: Well, the creeks
1: froze over and the geese fly high, and the storm clouds hanging in the western sky. Everybody's got a twinkle in the eye. I don't know, right? Rain is in your kitchen, cooking up a storm Fire in the fireplace, cozy and warm It must be Christmas time down south Hitching up the wagon for Daddy and me, driving to the backwoods, cutting down the tree. There is Take nothing better than
5: getting your fam- Bama-, Bama gear, your favorite Bama gear, under the tree. A nice polo shirt, a fresh hoodie, uh something for the band cave. Yeah, I have that one-stop shop. Take care of all of your Roll Tide fans on your shopping list, and I'm not Alumni Hall. Visit Alumni Hall in Midtown Village. Or shop alumnihall.com. It's easy to get that Tide apparel, hats, Yeti, accessories, uh, gifts that you need for that, every one of that family. Happy holidays from everyone at Alumni Hall, the ultimate Alabama shopping experience, Roll Tide. So, uh, looking at that great place, we greatly appreciate them. And certainly we are celebrating the Christmas season right here in Tuscaloosa. I'm going to take you to the state of Florida. You guys ready for a little comedy? A little comedy? Why don't we hear from this great uh, attorney general? Rather than me reading the quote, I know we did this in the last hour and a half of the show yesterday. Uh, She took to Twitter to vent her frustration. Here is the way it sounded. This is an elected politician in the Sunshine State.
10: I'm Attorney General Ashley Moody at Florida State University in front of the iconic unconquered statue. Most of you know I'm a lifelong gator. But I'm also Florida's attorney general, and I know injustice when I see it. Shockingly, what happened to the undefeated Knowles after winning the ACC championship has college football fans in Florida and across the nation wanting answers. It's justified. What's clear is the need for more information about the unprecedented decision made by a group of 13 in secret that, for the first time ever, left an undefeated Power Five conference champion out of the playoffs. This stunning decision not only disappointed millions of fans, it cost this university and the ACC millions of dollars. The NCAA conferences and the college football playoff selection committee are subject to antitrust laws. We are launching an investigation to examine if the committee was involved in any anti-competitive conduct in its unprecedented decision. As it stands, the committee's decision reeks of partiality, picking winners in the boardroom and not on the field. So we are demanding answers, not only for FSU, but for all schools, teams, and fans of college football. We sent a subpoena to the committee demanding all communications related to the deliberations, documents showing compensation of members, and vote tallies, including who received access to those votes, who was present during the voting. We are also seeking information about software or programs used to record or tally votes. This process won't be quick, and unfortunately, we don't expect it will change this season's playoffs. But every college football program, including the 13 D1 schools in Florida, deserves to know if the committee is stacking the deck. I have faith in our antitrust division to get to the bottom of the matter and take appropriate action if warranted. In Florida, merit matters. And if it's attention they were looking for, the CFP committee certainly has our attention now.
5: She's done so much investigative work that uh, she realizes that there is 13 members on the committee, but there's really not this year. They had to uh, – AD from Michigan had to recuse himself. So uh, I don't know how much money they've spent so far in that investigation, but uh, in the first two minutes, uh, she, she she missed a quite a few there. But uh, and she wants transparency. We've all wanted transparency for the existence of the entire playoffs. Dawson, good afternoon. You're in the game.
7: And it's great uh, to be in the game. and it's I good to sure have hope you. That, well, I sure hope I'll be able to contribute today. Can you hear me okay? You sound great. You sound crystal clear. Okay. Well, that uh, what you just played is just crazy stuff. And uh, I don't think anybody really thinks it's going anywhere. I don't think there's been any case kind of, it about favoritism or anything like that. So I don't think it's going anywhere. But uh, it's amazing that... Now, Ryan, you know, I know you think that I jumped on you a lot. Yeah, you oh, do. You, you, do. <laughs> you do. I don't know where you dragged these experts in from, but that guy was not an expert on Alabama, I can tell you that much. And then I think he said that Florida State's argument was legit. It's like this Chrissy girl come on there with all that stuff. She, Ryan, she's the Florida. attorney
5: general of the state of Florida.
7: Oh, yeah. I know. I know. I know. I know. Well, Ryan, do you think Florida State has a, has a, a legitimate no, argument? I do
5: not. No, I do not.
7: No. It's just, but, I mean, your guy said, yeah, he thought Florida State had a had an argument. But it's just plain crazy. They don't mind right, right now, they can't beat any legitimate team. Not one. But it's just, uh, it's just amazing
5: that. If, if I was a taxpayer in that state, there's a lot of things that I would investigate. That's probably not one of them.
7: <clears throat> it's just crazy. And then your then your expert says, Well, Alabama don't have an elite running back. Well, I think Alabama's running back uh, stable out there is better than anybody in the country. Better than anybody in the country. I wouldn't trade a one we have for anybody else.
5: And, uh, I don't know. I think we've got some, we've got some solid backs. I don't know if we have elite backs.
7: Okay, well I just have to laugh at that and move on. All right. Well, okay. Here, Nick- let's, let's
5: just go to the. Give me the give me the top back in the Nick Saban era. In your opinion. Derek Henry, Mark Ingram.
7: Nadia. Well, I guess anybody that wins, that wins the Heisman Trophy okay, is going to be one we, of the best.
5: We can start there. All right. Let's work our way down. Let's go Najee Harris. He was a couple of years ago. Is any of the guys that we have currently better than Najee Harris?
7: I don't think you really have to look at it because this has been spread out over four different running backs. We have – and we're not playing it like we did when they were here. When they were here, the run was the main feature. We had that – True. We had that core. we had that quarterback that you that you'll say is that uh game manager he denied, yeah, he denied he was a game manager, but but when you got a game manager, and that's all like a McElroy, who's a Texas man, not an Alabama man, um and, and he's out there what you gonna do, you gotta get to the running back and let him go. So no, we we have great running backs out there, but we have an entirely different uh type game now. And then as far as our receivers are concerned, right, what more can you ask for great receivers than what we have out there? What more could you have asked in the Auburn game? What more could you ask in the Georgia game? No, I, I mean, it's just crazy. It's when, it's when your receiver can do the championship thing to win the ball game when it has to be won. That's what a great receiver – it's not a guy that runs up and down the field – and has a whole lot of statistics. And I think Jermaine the guy
5: that has turned into that dependable guy. Fair enough.
7: More than dependable. He's a winner. He helped win that ball game. If he had made that catch in that end zone, because touchdowns were hard to come by with a great team like Georgia. They had a great defense. And they knew what they were doing. Well-trained, just like we are. And then when you get number 17, Bond right, making like maybe- the plays he made. But you you have to
5: remember this, though, is we've set a standard around here that's hard to reach every year. And so none of these guys are in that Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddell, Jerry Judy, Calvin Ridley, Amari Cooper
7: type, right? They had a late start with a quarterback that wasn't ready at the beginning of the season. Okay.
11: Okay. Well,
5: I mean,
7: that's a – It's an entire – again, we had the elite quarterback from the very beginning for those guys. Elite. Tua and uh and you know Tua was one of the best that ever played the game here at Alabama or or anywhere else, and Bryce Young the same thing. Well I'm gonna tell you the quarterback we have now he's ready to start talking about him like that now and when we finish this season and number one he will be the leader in the um for the highs the next year. He will be the leader. And that's the kind of guy he is. So I don't know, it just drives me crazy. Crazy when people just take uh, well, the Alabama roster and tear it apart. Like we don't have all these great players; they're five star guys, Ryan. For goodness sake, we we're in the best talent America has, and then to just put them down because you you know because you want to. But and then just coming with me real quick. And we finish this up. Texas is poo guard go. He, he puts a lot of stuff. He thinks Texas is going. He doesn't. I think you brought him on there thinking he thought Alabama was going to win it all. But by the time he got through talking, he thinks Texas is going to win it all. Brian Texas is fool's go, And they're not going to get past Washington. And you just watch what I do. you mark that down. Texas is not going to get, a, get past Washington. Washington is not as talented as anybody in that field. But i tell you what they've learned how to do. They've learned how to win. And anybody who plays Washington better be ready to play. And
5: uh, don't they have one of the best right. quarterbacks so in the country? Washington does, yes, they do. Michael Pennings, he was uh, second on the Heisman ballot. Uh, uh, Dawson, here's the question I've got for you today, okay? All right. What is your confidence level that Alabama is going to go on to win a national title?
7: 110%. Okay.
5: 110?
7: Yeah, 110. 110%. mmm I. I well, let me tell you something. No, I, I did not. Look, I've studied metaphysics. I know. You, I know you. You haven't, but
4: no, I haven't. Ryan, Matt, what Ryan, you
7: Ryan you I tra- there I is, I is a higher. There is a higher number than Than one hundred percent. You go that Jack Daniels where they make that whiskey. <laughs> what do you think that percent? What do you think that percent is? On some of that whiskey. Well, that's a proof.
5: That's not a percent.
7: Well, no, I'm just saying. It's a higher number than one hundred. Some of us like four hundred.
5: Well, that has nothing. But to I'm just do saying. I'm just
7: saying, right? Numbers, a number is a number, but it's not. It's not in this solid concrete. And I'm just telling you, Alabama, Alabama is the best team in the country.
5: You can't give more than a hundred percent. But but either way, I'll write you down for one ten. You're one ten.
7: One ten, man. You know that. And hey, hey,
5: I'm not. <laughs> hey, I'm just, in the numbers. I'm just glad you're feeling good. You feel all right? You, I mean, cause yeah, I'm.
7: I'm Hey, Ryan, I got a way to go. I'm doing better. Hey, I'm on <laughs> my feet, man. Hey, hey. I let, this pneumonia this, this is not, not playing still. Hey, up.
5: this guy down in Mobile, he's a big fan of yours. Uh, he He sends us a message on an app. By the way, when are you gonna send your christmas uh greeting in? I mean we will we, well,
7: run i I think you missed it message for you to tell me how to do it. I think I finally learned today how to do that, Maybe I'm go on there and do that okay. uh, but, but this guy, days my this guy says
5: Dawson needs to know the difference between a rabid fan and a sports observer or watcher oh okay Johnny down in Mobile and uh, not not our Johnny but someone else that uh to listen oh to really
7: okay yeah. well. I don't think I need to learn any more than what I've learned for the past 40 years on talk radio, right?
5: <laughs> <laughs> Dawson, have a great day. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Right back to you. We'll continue with more of the game. Robert and Mobile, we're going to work our way to you. Joe and and Aaron Torres coming up in about 15 minutes. T-Town Tide, 100.9, 1230. WTBC, your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Jim Gaffin Mexican Mexican food right there in Northport. If you're looking for the great specials daily, the fajitas are outstanding. The pastor's dip, the appetizers, the fried ice cream, always a great option. It is pastor's kitchen Mexican food. Also find the food truck and we are also now serving breakfast at pastor's kitchen Mexican food. Stop by the McFarland Boulevard location. You can also find them in Northside pastor's kitchen Mexican food with Pastor Garcia.
10: It's Karen from Tuscaloosa. Just wanted to say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you and everyone else. Roll
8: Tide.
5: All right, let's get on to Robert in Mobile. Robert, good afternoon. You're in the game. Hey, man. Hey, Robert, uh, you're an engineer. Can you explain to Dawson about numbers, please?
12: <laughs> well, in order to just be a hundred percent confident I, that Alabama would win, I'd have to uh, have a time machine that can take me into the future, and <laughs> which and I have the to, have to observe the game. And even then, it couldn't could be a hundred percent because hey, I may mean, that may have been an alternate universe where Alabama won a championship, won that championship, and they may not win it in this universe. But that's if you want to get 99.999% confident, you need a time machine to, that could take you in the future, and hopefully you're not in some other dimension. <laughs> when you see them win that, then you go back in the past, and then I would proceed then to uh, cashing my 401k, which, uh, despite Biden, it's actually doing pretty good. Um, Robert, Robert,
5: <laughs> Robert, don't you say a word.
12: <laughs> yeah,
11: you're right. Don't, don't jinx it. Don't I'll jinx just, it. <laughs>
12: yeah you're right um and then uh, mortgage my house and and then and c- c- cash all the money in the bank and then go to Vegas and bet Alabama that's going to be the national champion you know if i were ninety nine point nine nine percent confident because I have a time machine <laughs> that can take me into the future <laughs> and then you know and even then I can only approach that uh what the OCM statistics teach you used to say there's no such thing as a zero probability. And of course with with by default means there's no such thing as something being a hundred percent either. <laughs> you know, it's pretty a hundred percent. But he did say you but we confidence is an individual thing, I guess. So yeah. So what would you what <laughs> would yours
5: be that Alabama's gonna get the job done?
12: Well since I haven't cashed in my 401 K and Bet my house and to so mean I don't have the time machine, so I can't get a, I can't get ninety nine point nine ninety nine percent. Uh you gotta be paying pretty good, man. You know me too well. I was going to say about between about 85%. Yeah. Uh, yeah, about 85%. Yeah. I, and I, I I mean, think that's really high,
5: they're... guys. Come yeah. on. I mean, that <laughs> is high right there. Because, I mean, listen, anything can happen. Alabama goes back out of the practice field on Saturday. I don't want to see yeah. this, but, I mean, injuries can happen. It, it's Unfortunately, that's part of the game. I mean, we're, we're sitting here talking about Florida State. Injuries have got us here, and they could probably take us away from here as well. Don't want to see it happen. Well, and not pulling for and it. And
12: I think the uh, and I, I, you know, your guest earlier, I do agree I him. Alabama's a team of destiny. This is looking like twenty fifteen all over again. I'm with Dawson on disagreeing him with him on the uh, elitism of the team. I he said we didn't have any. He didn't think we had any studs at uh, wide receiver. I think Burton and Bond are studs. Uh, it's, and it's relative year to year. I mean, we we can't say all time because well, you can't bring those guys back and put them on. And so, so elite and, and uh, studs is relative year to year. This year compared to other teams, this year, I think Alabama's Burton and Bond are these are on these stud level with other against other compared to other teams this year. Uh, now in McClellan and uh, Williams and Miller. Yeah, yeah. Now if you compare to Najee and, and, uh, Derrick Henry and all them, maybe that, they're not on that level, but that's not true. That's not who they had to play against. They had to play against the guys that this year, So this year, I think McClellan and Williams and Miller are elite in, in our league. They can, they can hang with any uh team in the league in college football this year. So, yeah, know, we got some studs and we got some elite players, you know, relative to, you know, this year and other teams. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, I think when they get a chance, they'll play up to their level. I, we, I, we talked yesterday. I think the number one thing that will keep this team from winning the national championship, but we all know, is is Jalen If he goes off, and if he uh, and if he becomes more of a game manager, on making those kinds of throws, I think the team is really good. Is good enough to win a national championship. If he reaches his ceiling, which I think is really high, well, then we're unstoppable. Yeah, so so that's where he has the potential to take it. The rest of the team, I think, is ready to play well around him. And what what can hold us back is his level of play. You think you will be the ledge fan, Okay, Jalen, this team goes where you choose to take it. If we can struggle or do, you can reach to go to that next level and make us uh, elite and the rugby really elite. Okay, I
13: want to
5: borrow the Dawson hat for just one minute here, Okay. Because if he's able to do that, we have two more years of eligibility for Jalen Milrow. Could Jalen Milrow take us if we're able to win this year? Could he take us to back to back, and then we could begin to have that debate of uh, maybe more than absolutely, absolutely.
12: Okay. If he hits his ceiling, he can, he will. Not only will he take us back to back, we'll Ooh. look. Well I think, well I think we look almost twenty twenty good doing it because uh, we get a lot of those other players back too. We find, yeah, we've find, we've got to find we got
5: to find Joseph. Uh Noah, look up the Joseph in the state of Alabama. We're gonna call him. We we got to make sure he's okay. We we've <laughs> got to find Joseph. We we must find Joseph just to call him up. Uh you know, he did win a and for motiv- package. I-, I could find maybe his address because I shipped it. And, motiva- oh.
12: and, motiva- and for motivation, we need to forget about naysayers. But Alabama's not going to have a lot of naysayers anymore. We need to forget about naysayers. We, the- need we need to focus on haters. We need to focus on haters. Haters, you don't ever lose. <laughs> you might lose some naysayers because they may see like, I oh, you better than I thought it were. You never lose the haters. Haters hate you forever. Those were the ones we need to want to shut up are the haters. And Alabama's got plenty of them. So focus on those haters. Shut them up <laughs> Alright man
5: Hey thank you Robert We appreciate you Aaron Torres has got a soapbox That he wants to get on I think you're going to like it Next T-Town Tide 100.9 1230 WTBC Your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports
0: WTBC Tuscaloosa And W265CG Tuscaloosa A Town Square media station Tide 100.9 And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app from the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Dan Byer.
2: New England Patriots head coach Bill Belichick was asked multiple times today about a report that said that he was going to step down as the head coach of the Patriots at the end of the season. This was one of those instances. Do
3: you have an understanding that Robert will not ask you to be back
14: next year? Yeah, i getting ready for Kansas City. That's what I'm doing.
2: So, Belichick getting ready for that matchup against the Chiefs this Sunday. Patriots are 3-10 and on the season only the Panthers have a worse record in the NFL. Chiefs running back Isaiah Pacheco won't practice today. He's dealing with a shoulder injury. Also sitting out practice was Patriots running back ramondre Stevenson, Texans quarterback CJ Stroud, and Texans wide receiver Nico Collins. Super Bowl 61 will take place in February of 2027 and be held at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles. The NFL also announced a regular season game will be held in Brazil next season. Notre Dame tackle Joe Alt will skip the Sun Bowl and enter the 2024 NFL draft.
0: Have
1: I see headlights I made it down the coast In 17 hours Picking me a bouquet Of dogwood flowers, And I'm hoping for Raleigh
8: I can see my baby tonight
5: Right back into the game here in Tuscaloosa. We're going to Aaron Torres coming up here in just a couple of seconds. We are always powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota, Tuscaloosa, Toyota.com. How about a Route 4? How about a Highlander? How about a Camry? How about a Corolla? You'll find those. Also, the pre owned inventory. It is David DeSantis, and uh, what a nice Christmas gift. If you walked out of there on Christmas morning, you walked out of the driveway and you found one of those big red. Bose, hanging on one of those 2024 Grand Highlander. Electrify your life. How about a RAV4 Tacondra Tacoma? Uh, not too bad. I mean, I mean, if you're putting in request, I'll take the TRD four-wheel drive 2024 Tundra. That's uh, what I'm asking, but I doubt Santa's going to be able to deliver that. According to Dawson, I've been super, super bad, and that's all right. Aaron Torres, Fox Sports National Analyst. This guy defends us on every different avenue. He's the one that we he allowed us to crown his shoulder, right, when we were not doing very good. Aaron Torres, I hope all is well. Welcome to the game in Tuscaloosa.
15: Yeah, it was funny. Earlier this week, I was told, and I'm, I'm going to name a name since he put it out there. Kevin Sweeney from Sports Illustrated said, Torres just panders to certain fan bases uh, referencing Alabama. And I say, yeah, I wonder how much I was pandering to them when I I, I was pandering to Alabama when I was critical of Jermaine Burton, when I was critical of Nate Oates with how he handled some things last year. I just tell the truth. Sometimes it hurts. Sometimes it's not popular. uh, But this week, yes, I have very much defended Alabama basketball. Uh, football needs no defending at this point. But I'm good, Ryan. Everything go with you, my friend? Yeah, everything's great. Everything's. What, what did you do in basketball? You, you got in a little bit of trouble here.
4: Uh, what, I mean. what
15: didn't I do in basketball? I mean, I listen, uh, you know, Ryan, it, I'm not saying this to brag. I created a headline. Like, I basically, because we all know it's a quiet week in, in college athletics. A lot of schools have finals, et cetera, et cetera. The Alabama-Purdue game, at least in the first half, the basketball game. Time up. It was a refereeing abomination. Okay, it was awful. I don't know how much of a chance you got to watch. I'm sure you probably did, but like, it was really bad. Now, it wasn't the reason Alabama lost the game. Purdue was the deserving winner, but the refereeing was an abomination. And I just said that this seven foot four center that that um, that uh, that uh, that Purdue has named Zach Eady, very talented player. But when he is drawing literally four, five, six, seven, eight fouls before he's called for his first one, I said there's no player in, in the history of the sport of basketball that can draw 8, 10, 12 fouls without committing one. So I just, I just put out a, you know, a quote from my show. Is he being refereed fairly? You know, all the little losers on social media uh, uh, attacked me for it. But ultimately, I think I was right, and I, and, it, and I bring it up because it did become kind of a talking point in college basketball circles. I saw some podcasts talking about it, some radio shows, et cetera. So, uh, yeah, in my defense of Alabama basketball, not because I pandered to Alabama fans, but because I'm right on this topic, I just asked the question, and, uh, you know, it led to some interesting discourse, to say the least.
5: Alabama did lose ninety two to eighty six. They play Creighton out in Omaha. Then they play Arizona out in Phoenix. Uh, that game will not be in Tucson. It'll be actually up in up in the Phoenix uh, Hall of Fame Series Classic. They play Eastern Kentucky. Uh, and then they finish up with Liberty uh, in Birmingham at the Cam uh, CM Newton, I was about to say Cam Newton Classic, CM Newton uh, Classic. Uh-huh. Uh, then they get ready for SEC play. Give me your evaluation of the tie, because you're a basketball uh, superstar here, analyst. Uh, six Thank and you. three overall.
15: Yeah, I mean, I thought Saturday was their best showing. And what, what I think Saturday, again, proved to me, Nate Oates, and again, he took a lot of criticism last year for some stuff off the court. But In terms of being a tactician, in terms of understanding how to exploit your team's strengths and the other team's weaknesses, I think he's as good as anybody. Because if you watch that Purdue game, you're playing the number two, number three uh, team in the country. They called it a neutral site game, but they played it in large part because this kid, Edie, is from Toronto. And I don't don't think Toronto is – it's certainly a closer drive to West Lafayette, Indiana, than it is to Tuscaloosa. But, I mean, Nano's put together a game plan – where that team was ahead at halftime was in complete control again if if there wasn't such a disparity in the foul shots um you know they probably win that game or at least it's, it's a little closer going down the stretch so what that game again proved to me is that this guy is as good of a tactician as anyone in the sport um and i think alabama is going to be fine i don't think it's been perfect this year i think you know listen a lot of talk last week was about the loss of Charles Bediaco. I think that has impacted this team. You know, the thing you go back to last year, Ryan, everybody focused on the offense. The defense, the rim protection, the rebounding were all good. That's that suffered a little bit. Um and then I think the guard play is still a work in progress. You know, last year I just think the puzzle pieces fit better. You had Quinterly on the ball, you had Sears off the ball. This year you have Sears on the ball and like Estrada hasn't fully figured it out yet. Reitzel hasn't fully figured it out yet. So I, the, the bottom line is, as I've said a few times, I, I trust Nate Oates to figure it out. Um, I don't think this is probably the favorite in the SEC going into the to the uh, SEC regular season like they were last year. But it's a very good team that I think the ceiling is still really high as as they figure out all the pieces.
5: Okay, so would you reevaluate maybe a prediction? I mean, what what would you say right now when you look at this team and, and how they stack up in the SEC?
15: Well, I think the good thing for for, Arkansas, uh, for Alabama is a lot of these other teams are still figuring themselves out as well. Um, you know, Tennessee lost three straight games at one point. They were the preseason pick to win it. Uh, Texas A&M just lost to Memphis a few days ago uh, in a game that they were favored to win. Kentucky's kind of interesting because, you know, Kentucky started off really well, but they had injuries before the season. Now those players are coming back, and they're trying to figure out how to fit those guys in. Arkansas already had several losses. So I'm just bringing this all up to say I'm not ducking the question, Ryan, but I think there's a lot of teams like Alabama that are still trying to figure out exactly what they are and what they have. Um, You know, I think this is the important thing of the the portal era in college basketball specifically. Um, It's just going to take time to figure out what you have, how good these guys are, what the fit is, all that stuff. So um, I'm not ducking the question. But I think the good thing is there really isn't that one team in the SEC that has just, you know, blown everyone away to start things. And so I think it's got to give you confidence going into league play.
5: All right, here we go. We're asking the question today, uh, what's the confidence Alabama fans should have before they head to Pasadena to uh, take on the Rose Bowl, uh, well, the Michigan Wolverines in the Rose Bowl and then get to Houston and win a national title? Uh, What do you think Alabama's chances are to win a national title?
15: I think they're really good. I mean, listen, you just beat Georgia, which was the number one team in the country coming into that game. You got to feel really good. Um, I'll say this is that, you know, as Alabama's a a team that's been part of more of these playoffs than anybody, I think this is as balanced of a final four as I can ever remember. Maybe that first year when Alabama lost to Ohio state, sorry to bring it up. Um, But, you know, outside of that, I I don't really remember a year where I I really do think all four teams can win it. Um, I think Alabama's, you know, listen. The, the 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 Vegas sharps say that Michigan's a slight favorite. Um, I think I would kind of counter by saying I think the wrong team is favored, but it's not. You know, it's not Alabama Cincinnati a few years ago. It's not Alabama Notre Dame where you know, like I think Michigan can play a, a B plus A minus game and still win where I think even like a Cincinnati, I think they could have played their best game and they would not have won. So if Alabama doesn't show up, which I can't imagine they wouldn't in a college football playoff game, they could be beaten. But I think they match up really well with Michigan. I think it was actually a very nice draw for them. And then obviously whoever they would play in the championship game, whether it's a Texas that they've already faced or, or a Washington that's really good, but you know, have they seen a team quite like Bama? I don't know. So to answer your question, I mean, I would feel pretty confident. I mean, I'm not going to say it's a, you know, a, a 10 out of 10 on confidence um, or anything like that. But uh, I, I think that they're, you know, I think that they match up well with all three other teams in this tournament, no doubt.
5: Let me ask you about the NCAA ruling uh, today in favor of NCAA athletes seeking a second transfer. Um, this is just another fence that's now been broken down. Um we we talked about a couple of minutes ago with another analyst of coaches. How do they manage rosters? It, yeah. it is I, I don't even know what you do uh, to try to keep. I mean the transfer portal. I mean your friends out in College uh, Station. I mean I can't even imagine what you know what they're going through. Uh, transfer portal. I mean all of this stuff is it all that signing class they signed. Now they've walked out and, and, and left uh, College Station in the dust.
15: Well, I mean it's a little bit of hyperbole, but what I, you know, listen, what I I'll know, say that is that good though, Torres. I, mean, you know, I know, I know, you know, listen, you like to get your little jabs in, it's okay, there's no problem. Um, you know, so what I would say about it, Brian, you know, you and I have been having these conversations for years. Um, I am kind of at the point in my life where I realize that I have no control over these sure, things and sure. so, you know, I I I'm just I can't get outraged over something that I have no control over and and whatever. Um, and I, but but what I do think is, and listen, the courts are going to make their decisions and that's well, well, well above my pay grade, but there are unintended consequences. And I, and I do think, you know, if this holds and my understanding is it's only a 14 day injunction, which means weirdly, if you had a player, um, if you had a player, uh, that has not gotten a waiver yet, technically they can play for 14 days, but they might not be eligible after that, which is very, certainly interesting trying to figure out eligibility and all that, but, but I guess what I would say is this, it sounds great Oh, let all the players leave whenever they want how about this Ryan, besides the roster management stuff, because nobody feels bad for the millionaire coaches, let me ask the, the, I, I do think the unintended consequence that nobody talks about I don't know you know, if you transferred colleges at all or transferred high schools at all the one thing I can tell you when you transfer all your credits don't transfer over with you And so the unintended consequence that nobody's talking about is, you know, it's a cliche, but what percentage of college athletes make so much money as a professional that they never need their degree and never have to work again? It's not very many. Well, you transfer two or three times, you know, one or two times, you know, probably two or three times over the course of a career. And I think we will see that pretty regularly. You're going to finish your eligibility in four to five years. Um... And you're not you're not gonna have a degree. And, you know, whether it's football, basketball, whatever, you're gonna have to go out into the real world without that piece of paper or you're gonna have to pay your way back or whatever, blah, 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 this and that, da 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 da. Um, and I know that a lot of schools have implemented programs where you can come back and get your degree. But but you you understand the point. It's just that there are unintended consequences. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I there are a lot of unintended consequences. Um the earth is you know, the, the sun is still gonna come up tomorrow. The earth is still gonna rotate on its axis. I'm not gonna freak out about it. I don't think it's like the greatest thing for the overall health of college sports, but rarely are any of these decisions actually what that's really about.
5: Well and, and I look at it from the standpoint of the the transfer report. It's just I guess maybe it's it's just change, right? This is the then- new college football. This is, is, you know, Nick Saban stood up and said, hey, you guys want free agency? Here it comes. This is where it's at. Um, You know, when you see a young man who uh, possibly is going to flip to Nebraska from Georgia, I mean, no offense to Nebraska fans, but I I don't know if that program can get back on track. I don't care if they bring in Joe Montana. Uh,
15: Well, I mean, look at the Etienne kid from Florida. I mean, he's going to flip to Georgia. Sure. And probably be the Georgia's best offensive player next year when they play Florida in that game. And so, you know, and and, and you know, this is part of it too. Again, unintended consequences is, you know, and, and you know this because you live in a college town in a college state. But I use this example all the time. So, so uh, you know, so basically, the, the value of. Not just the degree, not just whatever, but the value of being, you know, an icon or, or a legend or whatever in your in your specific town, right? So I'm sure you've done autograph signings, speaking engagements, whatever. I know you went on the Bama uh, uh, Caribbean cruise, and I think Sean Alexander was there or something like that. I can't remember. But, you know, Sean Alexander is an icon because he played three, four years at Alabama, whatever. Well, think about all these guys now that are all, an All-American for a year or two. They go somewhere else for their last year because they're chasing whatever. Um, and they left the last place under bad circumstances. The, the the new place only had them for a year or two, so they don't really care. It's just, you know, it, it, and it, it's going to hurt you in the long run when you're looking for that job after school. So there, there's just so many unintended consequences. And I just, I also, um, you know, I, I think what you just said, what Nick Saban said is it just speaks to ultimately the biggest problem with college sports uh, among many, and we love the games and everything. Sure. But' that the people that are on the front lines, and I use that you know metaphorically, not literally, I guess I do use it literally too, but you know the coaches don't have a say in it the the administration the people that are living it every single day are not the ones that have a say in it. It's the courts, it's the this, it's the that, um but it's also the nCA making rules without really understanding what the unintended consequences are. So I could go on and on, but it's just like you know, it's just another day where. The you know something new happens and the NCA is in court and you know I, I I find the whole thing kind of exhausting but I understand like it is important for the future of college athletics but it's just unbelievable one thing after another with this. I stuff, guess my you know?
5: my hypothesis would be is. How does it impact long term? Because when we're going to this twelve-team playoffs, you're playing. You know, we look at the SEC. We'll be adding Oklahoma and Texas. The strength of schedule. We're already seeing some of this uh, drip out. And I'm just looking at from an Alabama perspective, but you could take a a a lot of different angles. Is how does it impact the depth of your football team? That is, there is a drop off, and and we saw it here. We saw it at different places. When you go from that first string guy to that second string. That second string is is there is a bigger gap than what it was several years ago.
15: No doubt, and and, and I mean that is kind of I guess the positive of the portal is. Listen, you guys can I, I understand where where you would be frustrated, but you know look at look at Texas this year. I mean, what what would have been a four or five year rebuild potentially? It's year three, and they have a roster good enough to compete for a national championship. Sure. Why is that? They got a quarterback from Ohio State. Uh, they got a wide receiver from Georgia. Um, you know NIL. Um, you know, I, I, listen. I don't. I don't think I'm speaking out of school, but um, you know, some of their best recruits have talked about the NIL opportunities at Texas, and so you know, it's flattened the the the, the world in college football a little bit. Uh, but I think the other thing that I would say too is that the schools that like the schools that are that are good are always going to be good. And I'm talking to a very passionate, rabid fan base right now. And I I, I do feel like as long as we're playing college football, Alabama is going to have something to say about it. I don't know what's going to happen post Nick Saban. I don't know if it's Lane Kiffin. I don't know if it's Dan Lanning, whatever. Maybe that's another conversation for another day. But I just bring it up to say, you know, Watching college football, Ohio State's always going to be good. Alabama's always going to be good. LSU's always going to be good. USC is always going to be pretty good. Texas, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And so even in this uncertain future, I feel confident that the big brands for the last 100 years – We'll probably frankly be the big, big brands for the next 100 years going forward.
5: You can go to Aaron Torres on the podcast and, uh, he's got a podcast that has a chance to get to 1 million. It may already be there, but I know he was pretty close uh, earlier this week. He supports the University of Alabama on several different platforms. Aaron Torres, a member of the Crimson Tide family. I can't wait to get out there and hang out. I know you're going to be at the Rolls Bowl. We're going to have some fun. We're going to, uh, you're going to teach me how to surf. Isn't that what you said?
15: Yeah, we're gonna go uh, deer hunting in the morning and surfing in the afternoon. Uh, do I need a license for the deer hunting thing, or how does that work? I mean,
5: I didn't even know California allows people with guns. I mean, do you guys do that? I mean,
15: hmm. Well, I mean, I could make some political jokes here. I mean, is this a safe space? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> you, you, know, you can walk into a store and take whatever you want, but God forbid, you know, you, you know, whatever, whatever. Neither here nor there. I, I, I don't know if we should go there. Yeah, you know, well, let's here. just back on off. Back on off, Torres. And, Let me uh, put it this way: when, when that uh, when that college football national championship game rotates back through San Francisco, Santa Clara, that's not one your boy Torres will be attending. That's all. That's all I'll say. Okay. That's okay. as far as I'll take the California politics. That's all. I'll
11: say. There we go.
5: But
15: Pasadena is beautiful, though. Pasadena is beautiful. Everybody coming, you will have a lovely time. I'm sitting in Pasadena right now. I'll tell you, like I said, always feel free, anyone that is traveling, feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres. Happy to answer any questions. I, I, uh, have, I, I have it. used
5: all of my uh, <laughs> travel tips. I, know. Uh, I mean, I've, I've texted you uh, quite a bit, uh, and I appreciate this it. This
15: was who wants to be a millionaire and you only get one lifeline? Oh, my goodness. That would have been burned uh, probably by Sunday at about 2 o'clock Central time when that game was announced. So I mean, we even, we-, had to,
5: we even had to put uh, Miss Torres on there. I mean, she had yeah. to help me out, and, and I'm very thankful to that. Uh,
15: it was the first time you talked to her since our honeymoon when we called in from Hawaii to talk about Tua, remember? That's
5: right. That's right. That's
15: right that will happen, people. That's a real thing. That is
5: a real story. That is a real story. So yes, he's got Bama bias. Yeah, absolutely he does. And he claims it. Yeah. Torres, have a great rest of your day, man. Thank you.
15: My man, we'll talk soon. Uh we'll talk before uh, you know, before we travel, but but safe travels, but we'll talk before that, okay?
5: All right, thank you, man. Aaron Torres at Aaron underscore Torres, Fox Sports National Analyst, T Town Tide, one hundred point nine, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports.
12: Always
1: live, always local, dependable news coverage, the latest news, only from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. Your forecast for this evening, partly cloudy skies, low around 41. For tomorrow, high around 63, mostly sunny skies. And for Thursday night, mostly clear, low around 38. And for Friday, sunshine in the forecast, with high around 62. The Alabama Medical Cannabis Commission has voted to award integrated facility business license to five applicants. True Leaf Alabama Inc., Sustainable Alabama LLC, Wagon Trail MedServe LLC, Flowerwood Medical Cannabis LLC, and Specialty Medical Products of Alabama. For the latest local news in Tuscaloosa, Paytown, Alabama Sports Updates. and severe weather information. Download the free Tuscaloosa Threat app. Never pay for your news. And sign up for our daily newsletter with news updates.
6: From the and Nissan Traffic Center, good news, they've cleaned up all the wrecks around the area and traffic is beginning to calm down. Looks like it's going to be a nice day. Drive carefully and if you do see conditions, give me a call, 205-886-8886. The year-end closeout is on now at Townsend Nissan with instant savings up to $10,000. Don't miss it. I'm Captain Ray. For power equipment, if you're looking for chainsaw needs, if you're cleaning up those leaves or
5: yard debris, you'll find the backpack blowers, the battery-operated tools, the Echo Outdoor Power Equipment, Cress Outdoor Power Equipment, the battery-operated tools by Husqvarna, and you'll also find great inventory on the Zero Turn Commercial and the residential mowers by both Skag and Husqvarna. Service Department do that end-of-the-season maintenance at Northport Power Equipment. It's two blocks east of the Northport Civic Center since 1996. Northport Power Equipment.
0: The flagship station for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
5: Is going to be joining us coming up in just a couple of minutes. I told you the three o'clock hour is going to be a little bit busy, but then at three forty-five we're going to go all the way for phone calls. We're talking about confidence, Joe and Dothan. Please hang on. We'll get to Chris Hummer next. T Town Tide, one hundred point nine, D home of Alabama, Crimson Tide Sports.
0: If you need screen printing or embroidery those phone lines on the game with Ryan Fowler 205-342-9904 you're inside the game on your home for Alabama sports tide 100.9 and streaming on the tide 100.9 app
5: you know why the rest of, of of us have been sitting around sipping on apple cider or maybe some eggnog or maybe we're celebrating uh, the christmas time this guy's been working overtime it's the transfer portal season and there's no better guy to talk to than chris Hummer, national college football writer and covers the transfer portal for 247 sports chris i was gonna ho- say i hope you've had a great couple of days but i know it's been busy
16: <laughs> it's that time of year, yeah. Um, but hey, uh, I'll get to enjoy the holidays like the rest of us around Christmas because it'll be uh, dead on the recruiting calendar. So when, shout out to them.
5: When did they shut the transfer portal officially down?
16: Um, it is officially closed on December 3rd or December – or I'm sorry, January 3rd or January 4th, I believe. Um, it's a 30-day window, but graduate transfers can still enter and players on teams that are in the playoffs will still have the opportunity to enter. Cool. Um, so not – Probably won't be totally shut down or totally slowed down until at least mid-January, I would say. When you look
5: back at last year, where, how do the numbers compare uh, to this year?
16: I believe we're ahead of schedule. We've been ahead of schedule the entire time. Right now, we're close to 1,700 FBS players in the portal. I don't know where exactly where we were at this time last year in that regard, but I think we're well ahead of schedule. We've been well ahead of schedule uh, pretty much every step of the way.
5: Chris, I'm, I'm trying to ask this question, but I don't even know any way to dance around it. When you look at money in the NIL collectives and all the, the – is that what's driving this transfer portal number?
16: Um, I think it has a large part to do with it, but it's a it's a confluence of factors, I think, more than anything. Um, maybe at the top of the market, money is um, driving it. But in terms of the uh, the holistic like, look at the market, I think it's also the fact – that schools can sign up to 85 players at all times so it gives schools more flexibility with their rosters they don't have to deal with initial counters and it basically encourages schools to cut their players um we've seen some pretty notable instances of that over the last 12 months especially at colorado and it happens everywhere. Um, a lot of players are getting run off, which contributes to a lot of the numbers.
5: Now, a judge has ruled today, and it's been a big topic that we've kind of thrown around a little bit, ruling favors of NCAA athletes seeking second transfer. How do you think this will impact that transfer portal?
16: Um, I honestly don't think it's going to impact it much on the football side. Um, this is a temporary injunction because um, the NCAA appeal, it could have long-term ramifications um, if, this is upheld, but right now it's more of a basketball thing. So second time transfers who have had to sit because of NCAA rules will be able to play right away. Maybe there's one or two instances where players in a bowl game will get to play right away. Um, but in terms of the landscape of the market for football, I don't think it's gonna have a huge impact.
5: Chris, who's the big winner so far? Uh school wise, coach wise, in the transfer portal?
16: Uh Unlike last year, I don't know if there's, like, an overwhelming winner. Um I like what Ole Miss has done a lot so far. Lane Kiffin is usually very active in the portal, and they're no stranger to that. Um, they picked up some really nice players um the last couple of days, um, and I think they're trending for a couple more. Uh Colorado, uh, interesting situation, but they've managed to flip their offensive line in a pretty short amount of time. It remains to be seen how much better it's going to be, but... um They've definitely flipped it. I really like what Kentucky's done, obviously bringing in Brock Kandergriff um, from Georgia, also a couple impact receivers from Texas A&M, one from UNT or North Texas. Um, so those are some of the schools that stick out, at least initially. Chris, when you talk to
5: coaches behind the scenes, we, we were asking this question earlier in the show about roster management. Um, all of this stuff adding up, I can't imagine being a coach.
16: Yeah, <laughs> I talk to people in the uh, player personnel and like uh, general manager side of the sport quite frequently this time of year. And all, almost all of what they do is managing their numbers. Um, you have to figure out what you need, what you're going to lose, who you could potentially retain, how much to budget for each position. Cause like in reality, like this is the salary cap era of college football. It's just called name, image, and likeness. Um, except everybody's salary cap is a little different. There's really no way to tell like what a player is, Asking you for how real that is or not, so um, it is a big headache. You've got players on your roster asking for more money. You've got players on your roster uh, telling you they're getting tampered with by other schools. Um, it is a uh, it's a hectic time of year.
5: Well, and and I think this one's even worse than the NFL because it, it's harder to manage thing if not worse but it's just harder to manage i mean at least you got a contract there uh in the college athletic arena uh i mean going today or here today going tomorrow i mean it, it's there is no contract so uh i would even say it's probably even a, a bigger challenge at the college level than the nfl
16: oh yeah infinitely more difficult there's just far more variables um i mean if you're i mean i guess it's a different conversation like all 32 teams in the nfl are technically on an equal playing field Obviously, um, some franchises have a better reputation than others. Some franchises have more competitive rosters than others, but everybody's got the same salary cap pool. In college football, we've known for a long time that um, all 133 FBS teams are not created equal, and that's even more so in this era where schools are fundraising money like crazy to uh, pay athletes through MIL. Um, Schools can offer better day-to-day benefits um, just simply via their facilities, their training tables, and things of the like. So it's a very um, very chaotic market to manage.
13: If Alabama if not
16: goes
5: to the portal looking for players, is there a position group that you're saying they may need help here?
16: I would imagine cornerback. Um, it's definitely the position that I think they're going to explore heavily. Um, they're obviously probably going to lose two guys that I think could be first-round picks, including McKenstree and Terry and Arnold. Not that either one of those guys made their decisions, but if you got a first round grade, you're probably gonna go. Um so I think Alabama for the second off season in a row will likely have to uh dip in the portal for a cornerback.
5: I take you to two four seven sports. Uh, Chris also was a big part of this freshman uh list that he put together when you talk about uh, top freshmen in college football, the all American freshman list. I uh, you got a couple of Alabama guys. Let me ask you about Caleb Downs. Um I leads the team with tackles. I mean, what a season. What a season from a true freshman.
16: Yeah, I felt bad. Um, we do a true freshman of the year alongside that, and most years, Caleb Downs would have run away with the award, but um, we gave it to Purdue's Dylan Thantaman, um, who was also awesome at safety, uh, second nationally with interceptions. Um, but Caleb was outstanding. He lived up to every bit of the hype that he had, and there was a ton of it coming in. Uh five-star recruit, the guy I thought was probably the safest bet of anybody in the 2023 class to be successful. And he was immediately one of the best State season college football. So um, he is, uh, it's pretty impressive how much he's grown over the season, too. I was there for the Texas game, and I remember that there were definitely some long coverages that he could uh, tack on to Caleb Williams or uh, Caleb Downs, and he had some mistakes there. Um, but he has emerged as one of the best uh, players at that position in the country.
5: How about Caden Proctor also
16: making your list? Yeah, that's another guy that uh, if he would have. If you would have brought up his name as a freshman All-American um, at the beginning of the season, given some of the results, you probably would have been shaking your head. But um, he struggled this season at times, but he has gotten a lot better. And it's extremely difficult to start as a true freshman offensive lineman. And for him to do it in the SEC, great team that's going to the college football playoff, I think he deserves that job. He deserves that uh, uh, title he got on the true freshman All-American team. And I think he's only going to get better in his career.
5: Hey Chris, uh, going to you know one of your colleagues there at Two Four Seven Sports. We were talking with Blake Brockemeyer yesterday, and he talked about Texas uh, from where they were at. They they played some of their great football here in Tuscaloosa. Uh, in, in your opinion, how much has this team maybe not been able to keep that momentum? Because uh, it looks like maybe their best football is behind them.
16: Interesting one. Um, I think. In some ways, they actually played the best football down the stretch against Oklahoma State and Texas Tech. Okay. But those are two rosters that I think struggle to match uh, up with Texas um, from a team and team and a talent standpoint. Uh, certainly saw Texas in the middle of the year against teams like Houston, Kansas State, TCU. Um, so I'll be very curious what Texas looks like in the playoffs. Obviously, we've seen if Steve Starkeesian has time, he is among the best teamers and play callers in the country. And I think his scripts against Washington will be something really interesting to behold. Um, but I do think Texas is vulnerable. But at the same time, Texas is playing, I think, the most vulnerable team in the playoffs besides them in Washington. In my opinion, the two best teams in the playoffs are Alabama and um, Michigan. So this is a pretty favorable matchup for Texas.
5: Who would you lean in the Rose Bowl?
16: Oh, man. Um, I I picked Michigan by the slimmest of margins. I, I thought Michigan was the best team all year. Um, I think they're going to win up front, although the way Alabama played Georgia gives me a bit of pause up there. Um, And I just think Michigan's the best team in the country. I could be very wrong about that. Uh, Alabama certainly has the talent to flip it but uh i i lean
5: michigan by the slightest margin hey listen chris they, they may have a t-shirt in tuscaloosa these, these guys have uh they made me crow eat crow all week last week i'm talking about the listeners so uh, uh i think they've got a t-shirt <laughs> named after you and i let all the naysayers know so uh hey do you have your assignment will you be going uh out west or will you be going to the sugar bowl i think i uh
16: might not be going to either i'll probably be at the national championship.
5: Okay. okay.
16: We might end up seeing each other there. Uh, Never
5: uh, know. I mean, never know. It's it's, uh, trying to get to Houston and uh, seven days days after the Rose Bowl, so it's going to be a little bit of a challenge. But uh, either way, I hope our paths will cross. Chris, let me invite people to connect with you on the Twitter account, at Chris underscore Hummer, 247 Sports. You can go read about these Alabama guys right there. Chris, I appreciate your time, man. Have a great rest of your day.
16: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much. Thank
5: you. Chris Hummer helping us out there. We'll continue with more of the game. Joe and Dotha. next up, T-Town, Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports.
6: Let me tell you about my friend Sonia at Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's original hemp dispensary with unmatched quality and service. And she's focused on helping you find the right product to fit your need. Sonia carries the largest selection of CBD hemp flower and Delta Eight products in West Alabama, plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Run by today, it's Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa CBD store right next to Ion Apartments on 15th Street. From the towns of Nissan, here's your West Alabama a traffic. traffic from to the towns of Nissan, traveling eastbound, what is this guy called? Another road. one out of 37 37 Street, Street East. The road We'd also has wreck I'm on the island. It's an at Cypress Creek Avenue. 18 if you see other sure conditions, can be called. If you see conditions, please call. The year please give is on now at towns of Nissan with the year end closeout is on now at towns of Nissan with instant savings up to ten thousand dollars. Don't miss it. I'm Captain Ray. Part of the
5: game is SEC Parlay Pick Day on Friday. It's made possible by Brian Harden Construction, a diverse business. Crane and equipment rentals up to 320-ton cranes available. The CNC machines, reverse engineering, laser cutting, specialists in modern construction. It's bhardenconst.com. Experience you can count on. Let's build something together. The website, very informative. It is bhardenconst.com. Brian Harden Construction, industrial contract. And fabrication, I-beam installation, Brian Harden Construction. Every Friday made possible by Brian Harden Construction.
9: The Birmingham
0: the flagship station for Alabama and Tide football. Alabama Touchdown. Only on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
5: about Jerome Jackson coming to Tuscaloosa Druid City Music Hall.com. Druid uh, This coming Friday, 25 bucks. Elvis uh, impersonator getting a little Christmas music. That'll be a lot of fun. Uh, coming up this Friday night, seven o'clock, seven o'clock. Uh, that is the 15th. And you can find tickets, uh, com. You can also find them tied 109.com. We're asking your confidence interval, uh, when you look at your confidence that Alabama's going to go win a national title, let's start with Joe and Dothan Joe. Good afternoon, man. You're in the game. How are you
14: doing? Well, Ryan, thanks for taking my call. Good.
5: Thank you for being patient, man. I'm sorry. We had guests there back to back, uh, just kind of hit. No, no, time.
14: no worries. No worries. I totally understand. No worries at all. I, uh, well, I'm going to give you my confidence level, Ryan. But first, uh,
5: okay, I, I just want to mention down. I
14: really enjoyed I really enjoyed the Aaron Torres uh, interview, and I wanted to say that uh, you know he didn't mention I, I I don't know if you've seen this that uh, Dan Woken which I know we're not a fan of his, but he's put out an article that insinuating basically that uh may have been some cheating by Bruce Pearl back no. in the day. No, the they made no, that. I know. Really? Shop-
5: shop- Hold on. Now, hold on. Those are two things that never go together, do they? Auburn cheating? Bruce Pearl cheating? No. What? Are you kidding me? Uh, I thought Paul and Lincoln would be like the first caller out of the gate talking about this. I can't believe it.
14: I know. I know. I wondered that myself. I thought, has Paul and Lincoln not heard this news?
5: Just so. I mean, I I don't know, Paul. See, Paul, Joe, we may have to pass that torch to you. I mean, Paul doesn't do you know if you see a bug, kick him uh, harder. I mean, he does not do that anymore.
14: So you're saying that I don't know, right? That's a big responsibility. I I would be up to, but but we I believe in Paul, and Paul will make his return with the with the uh, with the Auburn hate okay. shortly. So okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna let him keep uh, the torch for now.
11: Okay.
5: All right. So so just just understand that there may be somebody challenging you. you you, you hate Auburn as much as anybody as well.
14: Um, oh, yeah, yes, yeah. so, surrounded by um, – uh, don't get me wrong. There's there's a lot of Alabama fans here. It's not that there's not a lot of Alabama fans. It's just due to the location, there's a lot of lot of bars, a lot of bars.
11: Okay. Uh,
5: so, Around confidence level. Confidence that Alabama is going to not just win the Rose Bowl but hoist up that national championship trophy in Houston.
14: I was going to say, um, Robert from uh, Mobile, one of your best callers, Always enjoy his calls. I think he nailed it. I'm I'm with him. I'm I'm at about eighty five percent. I uh, I'm not quite to where Dawson's at. I don't think most of us are, but that's okay. Um, I'm, I'm I appreciate Dawson's enthusiasm and optimism. And listen, I'm very confident. It's just the fact that you know I, there's been seen twenty sixteen. I was very confident. We lost the title game twenty eighteen. I was very confident. We lost the title game. So it can happen. You know things happen. But I'm extremely confident. And Listen. Uh, you don't have to worry about Ryan there being any uh, lack of rap boys. You, you heard your last guest, you?
5: and I'm sure they did as well. Uh, let all the naysayers know. Let all the naysayers know. Um, and I hope there's a lot of people out there that will pick the Michigan Wolverines. I mean, I know Dawson's well, not going to be able to tolerate us because uh, he can't stand it when you even you, you you favor any type of team other than Alabama. Uh,
14: no, no. But I'd, I started laughing when you when you when you asked him why he hadn't sent his uh, Christmas greeting. I just chuckled because for some reason I pictured him doing it and at the end saying, "Tell Ryan to stop having all these Bama haters."
5: <laughs> Listen, Dawson sent me a book uh, last night on why I need to quit doubting Alabama. I mean, I'm I like talking it. about. I'm talking about. Do you ever get those messages? Um, From the Android folks who have like a you know like where you click the other and it's like more to the tweet or or more to the text message. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You know, like you you extend the text message. Like there's only so much that can fit on the page, and then you click it, and then there's another. That's what type of message I got from Dawson last night.
14: (laughs) I like it. I like
5: it. And it was simply because I voted Jaylen Milrow third on my Heisman ballot. And so that was he, – he was slamming me. I mean, I mean he was – so I sent him a link to John Conley rose-colored glasses, uh, and I said, put down the goggles. Put down the goggles. Uh, I, well, I, third, Brian,
14: I'm surprised. I didn't know that. I'm surprised he's still calling the show. I mean – I would have thought he'd have started a boycott. By well,
5: I, reading this message, I think he was on his pathway. Uh, and I, that's all I said. I, I voted him, I voted him third. I thought it was stretching to vote to him third.
14: Well, I think that's fair. I think, um, you know, I, the, we know how the Heisman goes. It's just, it got to, you know, when it got to the end, you usually know, we knew it was going to be one or two people. It was going to be Daniels or Bonick, And, uh, I'll tell you this: I, I'd much rather him win it than uh than Bo Nick. So I'm glad he did, you know.
11: Yeah, yeah,
5: I, I, and um you know, I get it with Daniel's losses should matter, and they do, they do. um But I also think when you you know when you look at this, um you know, it, it, this is going to sound crazy, but if Milrow would have played South Florida and he would have tallied up some of the numbers that he did against these other teams. I think he could have probably been a finalist. But then you could also say with that benching against South Florida, might have been the motivating factor that turned the script. I mean, it Nick, Nick yep. Saban's brilliant for a reason. He knows which buttons to push and which buttons to pull back on.
14: No doubt about it. He absolutely does. All
5: right, so what was the number again? I'm sorry.
14: I'm, I'm sticking with 85. 85. Is very confident. But not unreasonable.
5: Okay, so you're you're in you're in Robert, and then we have Dawson that is one ten. Uh, I said zero to one hundred. He went one ten, so uh, one hundred and ten. Uh, you're
14: at eighty five. Robert's
5: eighty five as well.
14: Can, can I just respond to, to just real quick some of your your, your previous yeah, guests sure. and yeah, no disrespect to your previous guests? Yeah. I hear you. Listen, and don't let me preface. I, I, obviously, Michigan's a very good team. They went undefeated. But I'm just saying, Ryan. When you really look at the teams they played this year, Ryan, not that Ohio State's not good, they are. Penn State is good. Penn State struggles offensively. Ryan, they, we're, we're think about how bad the teams we've played and the schedule we played, and how battle tested we are, and think about the teams that they face. I mean, there's no comparison. So I just think I think history favors us. I think I just you know it kind of feels like I don't believe in team of destiny. Quite so much, but I'll tell you, Ryan. The fourth and fourth and goal from the thirty-one yard line. The field goal off the upright against, in the SEC championship game. Sometimes you just got to catch some breaks.
5: What a play! What a, what a moment! What a moment! Uh, hey, Joe. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate you.
14: H. Ryan. Rolls out. Thank
5: you, Joe and Dothan. We're going to come back. We're going to take more phone calls. Jumbo, I see you. Marty in Arkansas, I see you. We're going to take phone calls 205-342-9904. We're asking you to describe your confidence. Where are you currently that Alabama is going to get the job done? We got a big audio clip from a guest that we had yesterday. Blake Brockemeyer described his confidence. We'll play that next. Just a quick, you know, minute soundbite here on the game. Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama, Crimson Tide Sports.
6: Let me tell you about my friend Sonya at Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's original hemp dispensary with unmatched quality and service, and she's focused on helping you find the right product to fit your needs. Sonia carries the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, and Delta 8 products in West Alabama, plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Run by today at Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa CBD store, right next to Ion Apartments on 15th Street. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. We've got a major incident. This is on Culver Road out at Mattlesham Parkway. The roadway is closed. I'm being told it's an overturned 18-wheeler. Not sure of all the details, but if you see conditions folks need to hear about, please give me a call, 205-886-8886. The year-end closeout is on now at Townsend Nissan with instant savings up to $10,000. Don't miss it. I'm Captain Ray. Did you know that 90% of the lawyers you've seen? TuscaloosaToyota.com,
5: a huge part of our show. We are powered by those guys every single day. The service department, always great. The new inventory side, all those new Toyotas comes with that lifetime powertrain warranty. And right now, we have the most inventory that we've had in over two and a half years. Camrys, Corollas, RAV4s, Highlanders, Forerunners, Tundras, Tacomas. Also the pre-owned inventory, most of the pre-owned inventory comes with that same lifetime powertrain warranty. See all of the inventory. TuscaloosaToyota.com and Tuscaloosa Toyota on Scotland Boulevard.
0: WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a Town Square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the
3: Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles.
0: Here's Dan Byer.
2: Patriots head coach Bill Belichick today was asked multiple times by reporters in Foxborough on if he was not going to return as the head coach in 2024. A report from NBC Sports yesterday said that an agreement had been made that Belichick would not return next season, and that decision was made last month after a loss in Germany to the Colts. Here was Belichick answering questions today. Do you have an understanding that Robert will not
14: ask you to be back next year? Yeah, i getting ready right for Kansas City. That's what I'm doing.
2: Getting ready for Kansas City was his answer to all of those questions relating to his future in New England. It should be noted that Chiefs running back Isaiah Pacheco didn't practice today. He missed last week's game against the Bills because of a shoulder injury. Super Bowl 61 will take place in February of 2027 and be held at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles. The NFL also announced a regular season game will be held in Sao Paulo, Brazil next season and possibly in Spain in 2025. tide 100.9 Tuscaloosa weather. Mostly sunny this
9: afternoon. The high today around 60. Fair tonight The low 41. The weather stays rain-free tomorrow and Friday. Partly to mostly sunny both days. Highs close to 60. Saturday increasingly cloudy with a high at 62. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on tide 100.9. It's 59 degrees in Tuscaloosa.
5: into the game here in Tuscaloosa Tide 100.9 the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports we are always powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota TuscaloosaToyota.com 3325 Skyline Boulevard and online at TuscaloosaToyota.com. How about the new Grand Highlander, the RAV4? You can find those, some great interest specials happening. You can see all of that inventory, whether it's pre-owned or all the new Toyotas, TuscaloosaToyota.com. Today we're asking the question, when you look at your confidence of Alabama going to win the national title, what would that be? Zero to 100 We've heard 285s and now we're going to be all phone calls for the rest of the way. I'll be very curious to hear what you've got to say. We'll go to Jumbo coming up here in just about a minute. Let's go back to Blake Brockemeyer. Just a quick confidence, uh, boost for him. We were talking about the national championship and this is what he said yesterday on our program.
17: I think it'll be, a, I think it will be a close game. I think, uh, I think Alabama is going to win. Uh, I think they're going to win it all this year but I think it's going to be a closer game than what people think. Uh, they've got a really good defense. They're sound on uh, all three levels. They've got really good players uh, uh, up and down their their defense. Uh, their secondary is really good. Uh, they've got some really good defensive linemen. Their defensive coordinator does a really good job of mixing up, disguising blitzes. Moving the the moving and stunning the defensive linemen and and linebackers, kind of creating some havoc. So it'll be a good cat and mouse game to, to start the game. But uh, but I think Alabama will win the game, and I think they'll win the Natty. I think they've got they kind of got the mojo going right now. And I think they there's obviously talented teams, but I think Alabama matches up well against all of them. I think, like I said, Georgia's the one team that. Uh, probably matches up the best with Alabama and they're not in it.
5: And that is Blake Brockemeyer, the All-American for the University of Texas and a guy that, uh, understands college football. He's a college football analyst. I know he added a lot of great thoughts on Alabama. If you missed that, Tide109.com, Tide109.com, the podcast page, you'll find it right there. That is... Uh, Blake Brockemeyer, 10 year NFL veteran. He talked about the offensive line. I mean, he, he spoke into a lot of different things. We're going to take phone calls the rest of the way. Jumbo, Jumbo, how are you? Welcome into the game in Tuscaloosa.
7: Ryan. Yes. We serve, we serve a great God. Yes, we
5: do. Absolutely.
7: He has blessed me so much. And today he blessed me with some news. And I can't believe it's finally happening. But that school on Highway 69 South over there that calls themselves the Patriots have to play real football teams now. So they're going to have to play Thompson, Shades Valley, Hoover, hewitt Trussell, all the big teams. No more little cupcakes for Hillcrest. It's time to blow your big boy panties. Uh, jumbo I, l- I
5: realized many many years ago uh here in
7: tuscaloosa
5: okay there's two things that i've walked away with life you never get into collar feuds okay you never get in between yeah. collar feuds because you will have uh stress in your life that is unneeded okay and i never get into high school battles okay um jumbo okay. i called i was a part of the county high radio broadcast for several years probably uh I don't know, seven, eight years, I guess I was, uh, that's my first radio job uh, here. Okay. And um, I went to school, excuse me, I went to church on 69 South at Inglewood Baptist Church right there with uh, okay. Brother Bill Richards. And they were all Hillcrest folks, a lot of Hillcrest, even though Brother Bill's North, Northport guy. Uh, and, and so I never talked smack then, and I don't know if I'm going to start high school smack talk today. So I'm going to have to depend on you.
7: Roger that. I completely understand. I completely understand. But just remember, it took a county-high man to coach that school to show them how to beat county-high. Okay, enough of that. Get him. Roll pie. Get him. Get him, Jumbo. Go
5: cat. Boy, you, you've Go just cat. been, I mean, three days of, of phone calls from you. You've been, uh, you had some dynamic calls this week, Jumbo. Oh, yeah.
7: Go cats, baby. Go cats. Roll Tide. Roll
5: Tide. Hillcrest, moving to it. 7A is what he's talking about. You can read more about that, Tide109.com. Um <laughs> How'd you like that? I promoted the website right there altogether, so... uh. All
7: right. All right. Let's get into Bama here. So, Dawson's at 110. Well, you know what? I made a comment Monday that your voice has totally changed. You did. You got got the excitement. You seem like you're hopped up. You're ready to go. You're you're, you're, you're bringing it every day. You know what? The excitement. uh, You're you're ready to go out there and go toe-to-toe with Michigan and, and let's go, but... I'm going 120 percent. They are going to beat Michigan.
5: So zero to 100, it's 120. Okay, I got it. It's 120. I'll top. I'll
7: top Dawson. I'm right there. So
5: Jumbo, we- what is what has allowed you to shift in this direction? I mean, you know, we all know that you picked this team to lose three football games in the off season. Um yes, I did. you were a doubter and, and so was many Boy. other people. It's not just like you were on an island by yourself. I know all these people want to tell us that, you know, they were telling us back in October, but I, I don't remember yeah. those phone calls. So uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm just getting old. Um uh, what has allowed did. this
7: turnaround? I did. I kept telling you that I didn't know what team would show up, I didn't know what we had. What we got, but like I said, my turning point, like with Alabama, was the Tennessee game, second half, was when I met them guys out at the hospital, and they were excited about the rest of the season. They were positive, they were focused, they were ready to play football, and and I got into it, and it it, it rubbed off on me. I called it during the reg- during the season that if we won out, we'd win the SEC championship. We did, but here's the thing. <clears throat> I've always been an Alabama fan, and I'm glad they made a fool out of me. And I'm tell you right now, if you want to feed me crow every time before I come on the radio station, you can feed me the crow because I'll eat it. I'm a man of my word.
5: Okay. Well, but but I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna serve you crow. But I mean, you you go back and you met Jalen Um Jalen was yeah. voted by his teammates. And by the way, happy birthday, Jalen Milrow. Yeah. Um, Today's his birthday, Jumbo. By the way.
13: Oh, okay. So
5: you, right. you met Jalen Milrow, and by the way, he was voted by his teammates as the most inspiring football player on on the team. So right. that motivated you to flip the script.
7: It's it just the way those young men were around me. Dupree, um, a couple of offensive linemen. I can't remember the name, but the line, the way they talked, presented themselves, and was talking about the upcoming rest of the season. And how focused they were, and I was like, "Well, you know what? This is uh, this is this is going to be something." And like I said, he got me pumped up and uh, ready to go. So I'm ready to go right now. So let's do it, maybe. If I could afford to go to Pasadena, don't think I wouldn't be there in a heartbeat. But can't afford to do it. So, but that's okay. That's well, you,
5: okay. Well, you know, we're trying to fire up this Tide 100.9 plane to get us all to Houston. Uh, you know, we were going to Houston with the Final Four, but there was some other problem that uh, we had couldn't get the air filter changed or whatever it was, Spark plugs. Uh, now we got to go to Houston for this national championship game. But first things first, the Michigan Wolverines, don't let Saban know that we're looking ahead.
7: No, I'm I'm not worried about that right now. On my mind is Michigan. And, and uh, listen, everybody, I know there was a lot of people out there, and there was, Ryan, there was a lot of people that doubted Alabama. I'm not the only one, but I've stood up. I've took my medicine. I've had people say, ah, ha, ha, you know, and, okay, that's fine. But you know what? We are 12 and one. We beat two time defending national champion, the puppy dogs. We were the last team to beat them. Now we're the last, they started the streak. Now we're the, we ended that and we're the last team to beat them. We deserve to be where we're at. And I guarantee you, Coach Saban, with the 28, 29 days he's got, is going to have this football team ready to play. Now, I'm not going to say we're going to boil them out, but I think it'll be close to an eight to 12 point win. And I'm going to stick
5: with that and um, roll tide. Roll tide. Jumbo, thank you so much, man. Have a great rest of
7: your day. Y'all have a great night. God bless
5: you. Thank you, Jumbo. We appreciate that. Uh, Let's take one more quick one right here. Let's go to Marty in Arkansas. Marty, good afternoon. You're in the game.
7: Hey, Ryan. Mine's about 92%. Because you never know what's going to happen. Someone could get hurt. Merrill could get hurt, and pra- you know they got eighteen. What eighteen practices, and then you go out there. Someone get hurt in the game. They win the game, but then they got that short turnaround. You won't. You know, you just don't want someone to get hurt in the in, the, in a mission game in that short turnaround going. And that's why I'm going to go ninety-two percent. Because eight percent, anything can happen. I got gotcha. you. Um but ron 92 is
5: a fair number i don't i don't think that the the 120 the 110 the 115 i mean all that stuff that that's really i mean that's stretching it uh
7: well you don't know what happened i mean but we've got 18 practices you don't know what you don't know if if one of the players girlfriend breaks up with him and he gets mad and then don't practice well you never know what happened man i I've known too many football players. Some things have happened during, during fall camp or before the season happened with girls. You know, you never know what's going to happen. You never know with 18 to 22-year-olds what's going to happen. They've got 18 days till they go out there. Then they go out there, you know, and... And I think they behave, and no one gets in trouble. But you never, you never know. You never know. That's why you got eight percent error there. But I think we beat Michigan by two touchdowns, though. I don't think the game's going to be close. They they hadn't seen speed, Ryan. They hadn't seen speed like Alabama's got, like Southern Boys got. I mean, they've got they play that old mud. Well, I think one of the guests earlier uh,
5: was talking about Connor O'Gara said uh, Talia tungavaloa uh, Talia Tungabaloa is probably the best quarterback, mobile quarterback that they faced. Um, and I like Talia. I think he's grown as a player. I like Mike Loxley at Maryland. But Jalen yeah, Milo is a different football they, they player. Man.
7: And, uh, and 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 our offensive, you know, our speed on they hadn't had speed on defense like we got. When we come off the edge and stuff, nah. They haven't seen speed like we got. No, nah, they've seen that old three-yard plot, plot in three inches of snow. That's all they got. So, Ron, t- we'll talk about that. But do me a favor, Ron, if you have time, go to you yeah, go to uh, what is it? Uh, dang, what is that called? Well, Rabbit, Rabbit, Bama Fan on YouTube.
13: Okay.
7: All right, and then we'll talk about it. Later, hey, uh, sorry I can't call in every day right now because one of my friends is real sick, Uh-oh. and I'm helping the family out. He's got he got leukemia, and I've been helping out at Bonner Hospital with them. So mm. just keep keep them in the keep him in his prayers and stuff like that. So thank you, I'm a not, since I don't have nobody, but hey, Ryan, you know what? The schedule's up. Uh, see, see, they're already against us, Ryan. They're making us play Oklahoma. Before the Iron Bowl, so we will lose.
5: Well, and that's the you know when you're looking at Oklahoma, when you're looking at Georgia.
7: Whew, man, this schedule
5: I'm, looks yeah, nasty.
7: Well, nasty. That's why we. I was looking. I was with my buddies today at Razorback. I said, next year if y'all don't win seven games, you got four High teams. We got three because then we go to Camp Randall. That's four wins you should have, and you should beat Ole Miss and the others. I said, your schedule next year, if you don't win seven games, y'all y'all might as well be at the bottom, worse than Vanderbilt and LCC, the and they all got mad at me. But next year's like us, But me and my buddy, we already planning a trip to Norman for the Oklahoma game. So, see, I'm like Phil Steele. I follow college football. Oh, Ryan, congratulations on your team winning.
5: On my Dallas Cowboys?
7: Yep. I told you. Yeah, I, 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 told know, you. I know you did. I know you did. I listened to it. I'm like, I listen to them every week on radio. Their games and write down what Danny White says. It's, he's a good analyst. It's but I tell, nice. if they, if they, if, they, if, they, if they can get home field, I think they go all the way. But if they go out on the road, I don't know. But they they're right there at it to win the champ. But the next five games are pretty tough birdie cup well and and i think we're
5: what we're trying to do is we're trying to stack it where you're just and i'm not saying alabama i'm not saying georgia but you don't they don't want this dominant team just out there dominant That's college what I'm football.
7: They're, they're, they're stacking. it's it's like just well, go, go they're back stacking to big, you, when it when it when it comes down to you know everybody playing everybody they're stacking the top five or the top seven against each other, and the and, and the middle and the bottom feeders well, get to play here. Uh, let, let's
5: let's run through some some NFL games from this past Sunday, Marty. I, I just want to run through them, okay? And, and I'm going to tie this to okay. college football. Uh, the Patriots okay. were two and ten. They beat the Steelers, were uh, at that point seven and 7-5, to eighteen. Uh, the Bucks, Falcons. Who cares? Uh, I mean, I, I know they got some Falcons fans around here, but I mean, both them teams were not very good going in oh yeah uh you had the bears who are five and eight who beat the lions 28 13 the bears were five and eight the Lions were at that point nine and three okay you had the Bengals who beat the colts both them teams were pretty equal uh the browns and the jaguars they were equal uh the panthers and the saints okay that was pretty much expected you had the jets who beat the texans texans had won seven football games 7-5, uh, and five, had a solid season, yeah, but, and, but the Jets came back and yeah. in, in, in won, okay? Then you had the Rams did, w- excuse me, the Ravens beat the Rams, so that's pretty much expected. Uh, the Vikings beat the Raiders, okay, that's expected. Uh, the 49ers beating the Seahawks, that's expected. The Buffalo Bills beat the Chiefs, okay? Um, pretty close football game. You look yeah. at the Broncos beating the Chargers, but then the Cowboys beating the Eagles. I think that's where they want college football to go. Oh yeah, the they do. They the Titans to, beat the Dolphins. Won. I mean, the Titans beating the Dolphins. The Giants beating the Packers. That all, to me they, is what they want the new model of college football to be. Football. Yeah,
7: eight and eight or ten and ten. Well, how many games we played now? Thirteen games, seven and seven. They want us all to be five hundred, and then everybody, everybody's going to be watching. You know everybody. it
5: right there. And uh,
7: appreciate you, know, you Marty. I appreciate you, Ron. Have a good day.
5: Right back to you. Jerome Jackson coming to Tuscaloosa Elvis concert. Coming up on Friday, 7 o'clock, true to the music hall.com. You can buy those tickets. You can also go to a simple link, tide109.com. So a couple of days away. I do remind you about R&R Cigars. R&R Cigars, 2703 6th Street, Reagan and Randy Starner in downtown Tuscaloosa, 2703 6th Street. Relax and recharge. Relax and recharge. Randy and uh, Reagan Starner. R&R Cigars. We greatly appreciate them. Always appreciate John Ramey uh, for helping me out with all these great scripts. Thank you so much. R&R Cigars. Be a great place to amp up your Christmas list for that cigar loving fan in your family. We'll continue with more of the game. Tide 100.9 1230 WTBC. Your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports.
0: Always live.
1: Always local. Dependable news coverage. The latest news only from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. Your forecast for this evening, partly cloudy skies, low around 41. For tomorrow, high around 63, mostly sun skies. And for Thursday night, mostly clear, low around 38. And for Friday, sunshine in the forecast, with high around 62. The Alabama Medical Cannabis Commission has voted to award integrated facility business license to five applicants. True Leaf Alabama Inc., Sustainable Alabama LLC, Wagon Trail MedServe LLC, Flowerwood Medical Cannabis LLC, and Specialty Medical Products of Alabama. For the latest local news in Tuscaloosa, hey, Bama Sports Updates, and severe weather information, download the free Tuscaloosa Threat app. Never pay for your news. And sign up for our daily newsletter with news updates.
6: Let me tell you about my friend Sonya at Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's original hemp dispensary, with unmatched quality and service, and she's focused on helping you find the right product to fit your need. Sonia carries the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, and Delta 8 products in West Alabama. Plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Run by today. It's Freedom CBD. Tuscaloosa CBD store right next to Ion Apartments on 15th Street. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. We've got a major incident. This is on Culver Road out at Mattlesham Parkway. The roadway is closed. I'm being told it's an overturned 18-wheeler. Not sure of all the details, but if you see conditions folks need to hear about, please give me a call, 205-886-8886. The year-end closeout is on now at Townsend Nissan with instant savings up to $10,000. Don't miss it. I'm Captain Ray. Talk about grilling so often. If you want to dominate the grill today or any day, go visit
5: our friends at Mark's Mark in downtown Northport. I walk in there all the time. There's new things added, whether you're trying to amp up the spice cabinet or whether you're going in for a great ribeye, a salmon swirl, a chicken swirl, which is that's what they're home of since 1978, the seafood entrees, the great cheesecake, the great pies that are made here locally in Alabama, the Blue Spring Living Water. You'll find it at Mark's Mark in downtown Northport under that Roll Tide Bridge. Go see the friendly folks at Mark's Mark downtown Northport under that Roll Tide Bridge. Tide
9: 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Mostly sunny this afternoon, the high today around 60, fair tonight below 41. The weather stays rain-free tomorrow and Friday, partly to mostly sunny both days, highs close to 60. Saturday, increasingly cloudy with a high of 62. I'm James Spam on the ABC thirty three forty Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 60 degrees in Tuscaloosa.
0: It's the longest running sports show in Tuscaloosa. You're listening to The Game with Ryan Fowler on Tide 100.9.
6: Frosty the snowman was a jolly happy someday. And we
5: welcome you right back into the game here in Tuscaloosa. DCH Hospital, three locations here to serve you when you look at uh, either location, the big regional hospital there. Also in Northport, Fayette, uh, DCH Health System, cardiac services, emergency services, orthopedic services, uh, when you look at surgical services, women's services, and uh, certainly the cancer center is something that has uh, really enhanced uh our serving of our community great things are happening at DCA so let's continue with more phone calls and we go here to Bubba in Northport Bubba good afternoon you're in the game
7: Gold tied. how's it going i'm good
5: i'm good confidence from 0 to 100 bubba well,
7: i'm going to be realistic and say 95
5: okay 95 okay
7: okay yeah i i, I still think we're gonna win. I just, I just think ninety five. Okay. I don't know, but anyway. So, George,
5: no, you believe that Alabama's fixing to win a national title?
7: I do. I really do. Okay. I really do. I do as well. I do. Hey, well. you, your your guest, last guest out there was talking about replacing two
13: cornerbacks, cornerbacks, but Karen Arnold won't be eligible for for the draft. No, he will be. No, well he's listed as a on the roster as a red shirt sophomore. Yeah, he's
7: a red shirt sophomore. But a red shirt sophomore can be eligible for a As draft.
5: long as they're removed three years from school, then yes they are. Okay, I'll give you the example. All right. So look at Marlon Humphrey. Marlon Humphrey right. left as a red shirt sophomore. He only really okay. played two years because they redshirted him the one year. Right. Taron Arnold was okay, a redshirt right. sophomore, so it's three years remove. Uh, he, he went to John Paul Catholic there in Tallahassee, Florida. So, yes, he would be eligible to into the NFL draft.
7: Oh, okay. I, I I didn't realize that. I thought they had to be like a junior title. I didn't realize that a redshirt sophomore was eligible.
5: Um, yeah, yeah. No, three years removed. Three years removed is uh, is an option. I mean, like Jalen Milrow could declare for the National Football League. He is also a redshirt sophomore. I don't expect that he will, but he could, and he would be eligible to do that. And so is Terry Arnold. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not trying to put the cart before the horse. I don't know, uh, but you see some of these early projections. Um,
7: mm. Right. Look. But, but well, I think he'll be in the top. I think it's a first playing second round, or
5: the second round at least. Yeah, and I saw hey, Matt hey. Miller yesterday. Um, let me see, there was a former player that sent me those. Yeah, let me see if I can find them real quick. But um, Matt Miller from ESPN, uh, this was behind the paywall. Uh, they had Dallas Bro. Turner at six for the uh, Tennessee Titans.
10: Bro. And Bro. then
5: they had Terrion Arnold, number 11, for the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, wow. Okay, good. Kool-Aid well, was sixteen to the Colts. JC Latham Green Bay at twenty one. And then Chris Braswell was thirty-one to the Baltimore Ravens.
7: Oh, okay. That's that's very interesting. Now I'm gonna jump on that. I, I love what Jumbo said. Chris, making the big making the big time football, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
5: Boy, you county high guys, y'all are fired up, and I'm—I I claim to be a county high guy. I don't—I didn't go to I county know. high, but I have. I
13: know. I can't have it. I mean, they—they they should have done been up there, you know. But I'm—I'm I'm glad they are.
5: And you can read, read more, more about that through. at Tide109.com.
7: Yeah. All right, man, road tide.
5: Thank you. Thank you, Bubba. We appreciate that. We're going to come back. We will take uh, DeAndre. Coming up next, Steve in Tuscaloosa, Jared in Dallas, Texas, Tide, 100.9, 1230. WTBC, your home for Alabama, Crimson Tide Sports. Alabama Credit Union. Feel good about your money. AlabamaCU.com. The mobile app makes banking so much more convenient. All the mobile deposits, many times you don't even have to go into the bank to manage your money, whether we're talking about checking, savings, mortgage, home equity loan, financing a vehicle. And remember, roll tide, show your pride with the official credit card of the University of Alabama Alumni Association alabamacu.com Alabama Credit Union with great branches all over West Alabama and throughout the state of Alabama. Alabama Credit Union. If you need screen,
4: this is Jared in Houston here. Just wanted to wish all the Tide one hundred point nine game listeners a Merry Christmas and give everybody a big roll tide.
5: The grill today or any day, you want that special holiday gift? Maybe it's uh, the gift giving. Maybe it's a gift certificate. It is Mark's Mark in downtown Northport under that Roll Tide bridge. They were in Selma since 1978. Over four and a half years in downtown Northport, all the special, you know, maybe it's the priesters pecan pies. You don't want to drive down to georgiana I believe, or maybe it's Evergreen. Uh, to get one of those pre pecan pies, you don't have to. You'll find it at Mark's Mark. They've got those unique Alabama items like the Double J milk that you can find that's made out in Pickens County. You can find it at Mark's Mark under that Roll Tide Bridge. Go over and see Jacob and all those friendly folks right there. It is home of the chicken swirl since 1978, over four and a half years. It's got that country vibe, right? Uh, and also, uh, you know, as temps begin to drop, you got the good works, uh, uh, outdoor uh, fire pits that you can find and uh, those guys do an amazing job matt freeman uh, does some awesome stuff in our community and you can buy those right there at mark's mark and uh, thinking about those christmas gift ideas i uh, was in there just a couple of days ago and maybe it's a tomahawk steak or maybe it's a wagyu steak i know digger likes to make fun of the way i say wagyu but that's the way i say it. how do you say it noah wagyu um, there's a way you're supposed to say it, but I'm not sure. Okay, but it, I think people know what I'm talking about. High quality beef, high quality beef. You can find it there, but they also got the high choice, which is the top 10 percent of choice. Uh, and <laughs> no, it takes to Google to make sure I'm saying wagyu correctly. Uh, <laughs>
10: wagyu beef.
5: Wagyu, wagyu, wagyu is the way she said it. Wagyu. Okay. Wagyu. Okay. okay. Either way, high quality wagyu beef. I celebrated just a couple of days ago with some uh, sirloins from uh, on that side of the side. All right, let's go to more phone calls. DeAndre. DeAndre, how are you, my friend? Welcome into the game in Tuscaloosa. Hey, man. How's it
12: going? I'm good.
5: I'm good.
18: Confident wise, man. Well, I'm glad that you're doing well, man. I'm, yeah, me too. My students.
5: I'm glad you were students,
18: doing good. My student, well, yeah, today was my last day for my students. Uh man so um i was excited about that (laughs) of the semester
5: i gotcha i gotcha well that is uh so you're closing down are you officially done uh friday after friday Friday. okay okay does teachers have to go the next couple of
18: days well um on my end i'm just tired of uh paperwork and then um as of december 15th i'm off until january the uh Actually school starts at January fourth, but I'm actually off to that following Monday, which will be the eighth, I think. January eighth. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All
14: right.
5: All right. Um yeah. so DeAndre, so g- give me your confidence level.
18: Right, I, I'll say um I'm between ninety five and ninety eight percent. And and that doesn't mean that I'm not confident because I am I'm fully confident that we can win it. I knew this team was special man. Uh let's just go to the back to the to the iron bowl. Okay. Um, you know, bas your an analytics guy and your in stats guy based upon at that moment on fourth and thirty one, despite what happened to put us in that uh in spite of what happened to put us in that predicament that we were in, at that point I'm like, Man, here we go. Uh two loss, you know, we might end up being a two loss team, there's no chance that we won't even sniff the playoffs, even if we do beat Georgia. We'll be in the same conversation last year with the TCU argument that we should have gotten in. I'm thinking all that in my head, man. And when Jalen threw that ball and and, and Bunn caught it, man, that let me know at that moment that this team was – I already knew the team was special, but it was destined for us to be in the college football playoff. And in essence, meaning that I feel that we can win the national uh, championship. And what a season it will be if we're able to actually accomplish that, considering where we were at the beginning. You know, and whenever I talk football, I'm sure you've had this conversation with a lot of people as well, man. I think by however this season ends, I think this was Coach Saban's best job since he's been there. I mean, wouldn't you agree?
5: I don't think there's any doubt. Uh, DeAndre, to be honest with you, I can't even come up with something in my head. What would be second compared to this season? Right. Right. I mean, I guess you could say you're number two under Nick Saban. I think someone brought that up, and I think it's a valid point. Uh, The script from seven and six to undefeated in the regular season, making it to Atlanta and getting knocked out by Tim Tebow, that's it's a, I mean that was a huge season, but this year to me, to where the team was at, and to where it's at now, that's why Nick Saban is the greatest to ever walked the sidelines. And all these people keep talking about retirement and throwing this out there. Why? He, right. I mean, Michael <laughs> Michael Jordan didn't retire at his peak, did he? No. I mean, he. he why would you? I mean, he's literally coaching his best football. This is not Bobby Bowden, Joe Paterno, uh, the coaches. And nothing against them, not taking shots at us. But those guys later in their career were not as good as they were in other spots. Nick Saban's coaching his true. best ball now.
6: True, true.
18: And nor were those guys as involved on the field as he is. He's actually involved in practice, running the drills, doing the things with the guys, man. I mean, and then, like you said, it's not taking a shot at those because those were all – great coaches, man, but uh, he would have a chance, of, uh, I think, to actually become the, because he, he's almost at 300 wins now, if I'm not mistaken. Um, you just think if he's able to coach a few more years, which I think he, and to be a 72-year-old man, man, he looks well. Awesome shape. And, you know, this is not the easiest job. You know, we're not the easiest people to deal with in terms of fans or whatever, but I, I tell you, man, I, I hear you say it on the radio station all the time. One day it's going to come to an end, and, and we just got to enjoy it now. That's why I, I don't get so upset when we lose a game because I know there was a time, man, where that's what we were accustomed to. But what I tell you as a fan, to just see how this team has pro- progressed, man, and that argument that about this Florida State being in, I, I hate it for those young men. But, Ryan, if you go by that criteria that everything that they've created or whatever, they got it right. You know they 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 got it right. I mean because if you look at the opponents that Florida State played, their overall record was uh, sixty seven and seventy six. I, I had this uh, caption in my phone because I was looking at it. And I just don't understand like why would it even be a discussion? Like Brad said yesterday, why is it even a discussion at this point? And it, it was it was just one of those ways that you know the community kind of kept us at the same place. No matter how we looked every week, we got better and better every week, but they never would move, move us up even though we were out playing, some of the teams that are ranked ahead of us. So pretty much, if the, you know, they did it the way pretty much it should have been then we beat the number one, the supposedly number one team. So, man, I, I just feel that, you know, there's still a lot of work to do and this team is going to really go out and I feel like they're going to perform well in the Rose Bowl. Uh, and I think we, we, we win the national championship. That's just my prediction. I'm not looking ahead, but, you know, we're just talking. All
5: right, give me your, talking, g- give all me all your all level all. of confidence. Zero so to 100?
18: I'll say, um, I'll, I'll say I'm a, I'm between 95 and 98%. That's okay. how confident I am. And, and I, and, so you and want me to split I'll the say, difference? Yeah.
5: <laughs> okay, 96 and a half. Got it. Yeah. Right.
18: And, and, uh, and, and, and I say that, Ryan, only because, like you said, you got to leave room for, for error. You got to leave room for the what ifs and different things like that, but the way this team is rolling, being like I'm so confident,
5: is. DeAndre, that I'm having to tamper my expectations. Like I'm trying to back yeah. off of them because I don't want to sound like Dawson. But I'm—I mean, I'm there.
11: Yeah.
5: All right. Yeah. I want to go back to what you said about Nick Saban, almost the 300 wins. Okay, he's at 297. He beats Michigan. He'll be 298. 299 would be a national title. He's also at 206 as a head coach at the University of Alabama. Let let this sink in. I mean, this just blows your mind. He's coached 234 games in Tuscaloosa. He's won 206 of those. That's also with a record who they've uh, vacated five wins. And I'm pleading. I'm pleading with Greg Byrne. Please, please go get those wins. If the NCAA doesn't have any enforcement team... They gave Joe Paterno back some of those wins um, over a scandal that was much larger than he. I mean, it's not even in, a, in even a cl- the stratosphere. French stratosphere. Yeah, as right. Nick Saban. Okay, go get those wins back. Go get them back. There's five wins. Who knows? That may be the record set. And I know Nick Saban doesn't care. Okay, he he doesn't right. even like to say. I mean, the other day he said he was a good coach. And he stopped and goes, well, I'm not even sure if I am a good coach. Come on, coach. I mean, I mean, you're the greatest to ever walk the sidelines. And I know you're humble. I get that. But at the end of the day, go get those wins because that may make the difference one of these days. I mean, as you oh, said, definitely. I mean, the, the, those five wins, he won them on the field. He won right. them on the field. And that stupid textbook scandal, that wasn't even under his watch.
18: Right. right. Anyway,
5: that's just the right. morons of the NCAA. But – um
18: but, but Ryan, you know, I know you got to get the other calls, man. I, have you ever heard this saying that um, you know, and I say it all the time: intelligence and common sense has have been chasing a lot of people <laughs> for so long, but they tend to uh, constantly run away from it.
5: I never heard a statement that, like it, that, but
18: uh, wow! I, I, I say I say that, man, because when I listen to some of these sports analysts, which I respect, everybody that's in the, that's in the is in the profession because it's a you know, but man, some of the things that they say and they put out about certain things, it's okay to to dislike Alabama, right? Like I hate I hate the New England Patriots because they in the same division as the Miami Dolphins, which you know I'm an avid Dolphins fan, but you can't discredit when what they did during the Brady Brady and Billichick era. It's almost like people talk about. Alabama, man, as you know, they don't look at it from an objective point of view. You can actually see the pure hatred that they may have for the team just because they've been so consistently good for so long. For, for instance, look how, they, how a lot of people acted when we got put. You know, if they would put anybody else in that spot, you wouldn't hear none of the flag. That's when you know that you have arrived, arrived as a team. When people, I see it on social media, when people uh, constantly when they they say more about uh your team and their team is you know struggling but they they tune in to watch alabama because they you know at the beginning of the year you had so many people watching the team because they felt that they was going to lose that second game that was go- they were going to lose that second game but each week they continue to get better and better you heard people start changing the way they was uh, talking about even some of the sports elements you start seeing people that was comment on how bad we look they stop commenting on it, even though their team suck. So it, it it's just it's just a it's just a good
5: time to be an Alabama fan. No, it's it's it's, it's awesome great. Fans. I say this often, DeAndre, and I mean every word of it. We're playing with house money, my friend. We are playing with house money. We'll never see this the rest of our life. Most
18: definitely.
5: And for Alabama fans that are older than you and I, they've watched this a couple different times. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Christmas has arrived early, and it arrived many, many years ago for Alabama fans. DeAndre, thank you so much, man. Roll Tide. Roll Tide, man. Uh, Rolando McClain, according to Field Yates, which is an NFL analyst, and I believe uh, it is fantasy focused on ESPN Monday Night Football. Uh, He's a guy that provides a lot of data points, and he's a stats guy behind the scenes. Free agent uh, linebacker Rolando McClain, the eighth overall pick in the 2000 NFL Draft, has had his indefinite suspension lifted by the National Football League. So he will be eligible to to be picked up. And uh, as many teams out there that need linebackers, you could see him. McLean previously suspended uh, spanning from 2016 to 2019 following a brief reinstatement. He was suspended indefinitely again in December of 2019. He has been lifted, and Rolando McLean uh, now can be picked up. He doesn't have a team uh, declaration, but he could. Keep that in mind. So you had, uh, and Alabama Pro updates, but does a great job of keeping up with Alabama former guys. You had, obviously, AJ McCarron played in Sunday's game with the Cincinnati Bengals and the Colts. You had Carson Tinker, uh, that re-signed. I believe he signed with Oakland. Uh, no, it was, it was the Chargers. And then DJ Fluker went to, uh, I said Oakland, Las Vegas, the Raiders. It'll always be the Raiders to me, the Oakland Raiders, but Las Vegas. So DJ Fluker signing up. So, uh, wow. It's been a good week from those former Alabama guys. We'll go to Jared in Houston, uh, Jared in Dallas, Texas. Steve, first up, Jared in Dallas, Texas next. T-Town Tide, 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide
6: Sports. Let me tell you about my friend Sonya at Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's original hemp dispensary with unmatched quality and service, and she's focused on helping you find the right product to fit your needs. Sonia carries the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, and Delta 8 products in West Alabama, plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Run by today. It's Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa CBD store, right next to Ion Apartments on 15th Street. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. have got a major incident. This is on Culver Road out at Mattlesham Parkway. The roadway is closed. I'm being told it's an overturned 18-wheeler. Not sure of all the details, but if you see conditions folks need to hear about, please give me a call, 205-886-8886. The year-end closeout is on now at Townsend Nissan with instant savings up to $10,000. Don't miss it. I'm Captain Ray.
5: Hey, this is the environmental serving the sound of my voice with waste removal services, portable toilet services, construction debris removal containers customized to fit your job site. Maybe it's remodeling. Maybe it's the storage containers. We did this about a year ago, moved all of our furniture into a storage container, brought out the construction debris removal containers. They customized to fit your job site. When you talk about when you have to know it's being done right, that's the time to call Rumsey Environmental, 205-248-0002. 205-248-0002. Rumsey Environmental, a one-stop shop serving West Alabama for all of your waste removal needs. I'm Attorney Steven. Hyde. 100.9,
9: Tuscaloosa weather. Mostly sunny this afternoon, the high today around 60. Fair tonight below 41. The weather stays rain-free tomorrow and Friday, partly to mostly sunny both days, highs close to 60. Saturday, increasingly cloudy with a high of 62. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 60 degrees in Tuscaloosa.
6: What a year it's been for the Crimson
4: Tide from the way we felt in the beginning. A year
7: year has been for the Crimson Tide, from the way we felt in the beginning to the way we feel right now, it's unbelievable, amazing. What a year so far. You know, and on this team and this Tide 100.9 family is simply the best. And Ryan, you're the shining star that guides the greatest fan base in America, Danny from Foley. Merry Christmas, everyone, and Happy New Year. Danny G from Foley checking in on the Christmas
5: greeting. Thank you, Danny. We appreciate that. Uh, and we're, we, somehow, I don't know, we're, we're going to have to, Danny's wanting a new contract. Okay. Well, I mean, my, my people have talked to his people and we're, we're far off on our number. He wants an NIL deal and we're just not able to deliver that NIL. I mean, listen, we spent all of our money on Bama Nick. Okay. And, and I know, I know it, it's, uh, I mean we spent a lot of cash on Bama Nick and uh it whether I mean he's taken us I mean he promised us to take us world famous and he's done that. So we took all the money that we were going to give to Danny G and and we gave to Bama Nick and even though Danny G's like the number one caller uh, I mean, Bama was, was up there. And, uh, so Danny G took the money. Uh, and we'll, we'll have to come up with something else. Maybe we can come up with another sponsor for Danny G. We'll continue with more. Uh, I don't want to pin up Steve against the top of the hour breaks. I'm going to take Steve at the top of the hour. Jared in Dallas, Texas. Blueberry Steve in Montreal, Canada. We're asking your confidence that Alabama is going to win a national title right here on the game. T Town Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama, Crimson Tide Sports.
0: Here's Dan
2: Byer. News in the NFL: As SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles will host Super Bowl 61. It will take place in February of 2027. All part of announcements today made by the NFL that the league will also play an international game in Brazil coming up next season. As many as eight international games could be played on an NFL schedule starting in 2025. NFL executive VP Troy Vincent did say the league this offseason will review the rule that grants a touchback to the defensive team on a fumble out of the end zone. Week 15 starts with the Chargers and Raiders tomorrow night in Las Vegas. No Keenan Allen for the Chargers. This, in addition to not having Justin Herbert, who was placed on injured reserve. No practice today for Bears wide receiver DJ Moore. Texans quarterback CJ Stroud didn't practice today. Patriots head coach Bill Belichick wouldn't answer questions about a report saying that he's agreed to step down at the end of the season. When asked, Belichick responded, "Quote: We're getting ready for Kansas City."
8: by one
5: on the 18 national championships 30 sec titles 145 first team all-americans we know that number will go up we think it'll go up at least one it possibly may two there's still one publication to release uh their their ballot and we could have one more consensus guy. It could be Kool-Aid McKinnistry. may go to 146. So either way, uh, we'll, we'll count that. We'll leave it at 145 right now. 77 postseason appearances, 45 postseason victories, four Heisman winners, and the greatest college football coach to ever walk the sidelines. The NCAA all-time scoring leader, four Heisman winners. We call it Alabama Crimson Tide football. We are always powered by David DeSantis and Tuscaloosa Toyota. How about a new Tundra? How about a new Tacoma? You'll find those. Also, some great pre-owned inventory specials that you can see right now at tuscaloosatoyota.com. You can also do a lot of things there, including renting a Toyota. Maybe you need to rent a Toyota, go to Houston. You can do that right there at tuscaloosatoyota.com. Let's go to Jared in Dallas. I've said this three times. Steve is first up. Steve. Steve, I apologize. I screwed up uh, three times. Uh, hopefully, I won't do it a fourth time. I hope all is well, Steve. No problem. Since
13: you freaked me out when the phone
7: was ringing and you answered. Uh, well, I noticed Noah,
5: Noah is like a, uh octopus over there, okay? He's got multiple arms, okay? Uh, even though most people only have two, he's got multiple because he's doing like 15 different things in that control room. And he had stepped away for just a minute. So, I figured I'd just jump in and answer the phone. And... uh
7: uh, that well, was, it rang and rang, and I said, something's not right. Maybe well, there's not a line open. Well, I said, no, I nah, went to the restroom, and I looked around, and
5: I open. saw it ringing. I was like, ah, I better go answer this.
13: So that's no problem. Yeah. It's good to hear your voice.
5: Well, thank you. Thank you, Steve. It's good to hear your voice. Uh, all right, so here we go. Confidence level.
14: I'm at 99, and the only reason I'm not at the 100 is because
7: the only sure thing is there's no such thing as a sure thing. So Okay.
5: So you want to go 99 for Steven Tuscaloosa.
7: That's right. And they did. And, and, you know, I, I had lost a lot of confidence in them at the beginning of the year. And, you know,
14: a lot of, they
7: were struggling and I was struggling (laughs) right along with them. But, um, they went to work and they, they put the work in and the coaches put the work in and they got some things solved and they're playing some spectacular football at the end of the season there, especially against Georgia. And, hope that they can keep that up throughout the throughout the playoffs and i feel like they will but i have a question for you yeah yeah, sure explain to me about about portal when a player goes into the portal is he still
13: eligible to play in the bowl games and the playoff games even though he's in the portal or not or is he in i think it all
5: depends on the school um
13: I I but it, don't. It's probably the NCAA. Well, not an NCAA. No, rule.
5: There, there's not. Yeah, there's not. Because we see people go into the portal and then they'll pull their name out of the portal too. Okay. So there's there's not a rule there. But there are some places where uh, once you put your name in the portal, um, your scholarship's done right there. So your room and board, <laughs> your your free food, your free all that. Uh, that's that's the thing well, of the past. It's, like
7: we're, it's almost like resigning your position. Out of, you know, well, sure. I mean, well, why should it not? Job.
5: Be? I mean, it's, it's grown up time.
7: Yep. Yeah. And let me ask you a question. Another question, too. You said that you didn't think that um, that the quarterback would be declaring for the draft this year. Is there? What's your reasoning behind that?
5: I just still think there's more in the ceiling
7: to go. Well, I, th- I think so too, but there's also I have to look at the fact that there's such a shortage of quarterbacks in the NFL right now that oppor- you know there's opportunities there that may not be there. You know, you know, other times. Of course, you're good enough; you're going to play. There's no question about that. But there's a lot of need, and who knows the answer? It'd be a gamble either way. But I hope he comes back because I think he, I think he still got. it. Well, if, if there's uh, one in,
5: position they'll push on. Is, is quarterback. We saw that last year. The measurables, the measurables will be there for Jalen Milroe. And then when you get him in front of a, a microphone, in front of a team interview, he's going to blow you away. I mean, he's going to knock that. Listen, I've covered a lot of quarterbacks here in Tuscaloosa. I've said this from the get go. That was one thing I never doubted. And you can go back to my Facebook account. I posted most of those videos post game. There is nobody quarterback-wise, who has handled the media and the interviews better than Jayla Milrow. And I've covered them all. I've covered Greg. I've covered a, even before Nick Saban arrived. But, I mean, in the Nick Saban era, he, he says all the right stuff. And when he well, gets in wrong. front of those team interviews, he, he will knock it out of the park. Because, you know, the one thing that I think he is, he's real.
7: I believe you're right. Roll Tide. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. Um, uh,
5: Right back to you, Steve in Tuscaloosa. Let's go to Jared in Dallas, Texas. Jared, good afternoon. You're in the game. Hey, man. How are you? Good, good, man. I was uh, looking at my Tony Dorsett ball last night, man. (laughs) I'm still happy about that, man. I I mean, uh, I was, um, oh, I know what it was. Uh, I was was watching the Heisman presentation, and I saw Tony Dorsett up there, and I was like, I showed my wife. My wife's not a football fan. I mean, she'll pull for it. She, she, but I don't, I don't know if Tony Dorsett means the same to her. And so I said, this is Tony Dorsett right here. So anyway, thank you again.
3: Well,
19: you, you, you know, I told you that my wife got that ball from one of her vendors to a work thing, and she brought it in the house and said, Do you know who this is?
5: (laughs) We love them. We love them, but that doesn't mean that they know football. Uh,
19: She's trying. She's, mine's trying because no, yeah, mine is too. But, but
5: but but she, she she's she is from a basketball state. Uh, yeah. She's from the state of okay. Indiana, and uh, they okay. live and die basketball up there. So yeah,
19: yeah. Well, hey, real quick, my my confidence level for you is mm, I, I'm at eighty five percent. I would be one hundred if I could see the playbook and I knew Jalen Milrow was going to run. If I he was going to run and I knew he was going to make that decision to run. I'd be 100% confident because when he does, we're unstoppable. But I, the only reason I'm not is because I just I still get concerned about that a little bit. But then I have I have a question for you and okay. I almost hate to ask this cuz I don't want to I don't want to throw a, a black cloud on our positivity because when I look at this thing, I when I look at our speed and our team versus michigan it just looks like this this should be by the time we get to the middle of the fourth quarter this thing should be over with but vegas has has michigan a one point favorite they opened it two and a half and then it's stuck at, it it's stuck at one right now and it's been that way for a while vegas is not stupid vegas makes money and i know they try to even the money and i'm not a i'm not a gambler and i sure don't bet on college but i live in the athletic dorm i wouldn't put one red penny on college kids I saw what goes on but Vegas knows what they're doing and I know they try to even out money and I've got my Bama buddies here in Dallas and I that 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 do do bet the games a lot and I've asked them what is going on what does does Vegas know something I don't know because I feel like we're a six to seven point favorite in this thing but Vegas still has us a one point dog well I'm
5: Six or seven, and Georgia was was six-point favorite against Alabama. That didn't really help Uh them. But I I think when you look at the Michigan Wolverines, I I think, you know, Vegas' goal is to get 50-50 money. Right. So they have to put a spread out here of 50-50 money. You almost wonder if that Alabama fatigue might come into play.
19: Maybe so. Maybe so. But I'm with you.
5: I think think they got the wrong team favorite here.
19: I, it just doesn't make sense to me, and I've got some buddies that are that 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 do a lot of sports betting, and I've even asked them. I've asked them here in, in the last week, and they just kind of look at me like, "Yeah, I know." We're starting to wonder about that too because they all jumped on it at two and a half. They all jumped on it at two and a half immediately, and most people were thinking that by now we would might be a point or two favorite at this point. I, I don't know. You got a bunch of call- callers that understand that, and, and, and well, well, I've I've had the handicappers
5: on, on last, and, and we'll have two more tomorrow on for handicappers, and they they also said they they thought they had the wrong team favorite here. Yeah,
13: yeah. Hmm.
5: So no, I I think it's a fair point, and I like Alabama in that underdog role though. Oh, me too. Me I too. mean, can you imagine oh, Nick Saban? Oh, he's already using it, but he'll use it even yeah, more.
19: Yeah, Yeah. no, it's perfect. It's absolutely perfect.
5: So put us hey, as I mean, the I'm, underdog, and, and and if you believe in Alabama, just stop by Vegas and put the mortgage on there. Yeah,
13: absolutely. I mean, I'll well, look at Alabama's um,
5: chances as an underdog. and uh,
19: I'm parked right now out in front of the Dallas Cowboys headquarters. Anybody in here, you want me to go try to say hello? Well, to for you?
5: T- tell Jerry and Steve to go ahead and retire where we can get to the Super Bowl because okay. – uh, as long as there he goes involved. I don't know. I have my doubts, but uh, you have hey, to over, you have to overcome hey, a lot. There, the
19: the 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 cowboy nation over here is getting really geeked up after after this last few weeks. Man, it's starting to it's starting to crank up. I'm not a. I mean, I kind of pull for because I live here now. Um, but um, this is actually a pretty fun place to be when the Cowboys are playing well. It gets the whole city gets juiced, man, and they are getting fired up now.
11: Well,
5: I'm I'm no doubt a lifelong cowboy guy. Uh, and I, I I was a child pulling for the Cowboys. I got photos of me and my my, my dad was a big Cowboys fan. And so that's yeah. where it all came from. But uh I tell you what, man, I'm I'm not trying to put the cart before the horse, but uh, they've been able to navigate some injuries and a uh, matter of fact we'll talk to George Teague tomorrow. Uh, he's a big cowboy guy. Uh uh-huh. works out there and Played out there, so played here as an All-American, so we'll talk with him tomorrow. And I'm sure we'll talk a lot about these Dallas Cowboys because, man, they are on a pathway. And uh, during during the game, uh, him and George and his son, JT, were on a group message together, and we'll text back and forth with our Cowboys. And we were on Sunday night. I I mean, I think we were all kind of shocked the way they were playing. Not just to beat Uh Philadelphia, but the way they beat Philadelphia.
19: Yeah. Yeah, it was handily. Hey, I know you got other people waiting, but real quick before I jump away from you, do you remember Tony Dixon? He's I sure do. My yeah, butt. yeah, yeah.
5: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony's Tony's doing some good work in the charity business with his foundation. Yeah, yeah I know. I know Tony. Uh, he's from Pickens County.
19: Yeah, he is a good dude. Very good dude. He is a he's a really good dude. I had on Bama gear years ago one day, and 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 he out of nowhere said, "We are gonna win this weekend." And I looked at him, I was like, "Yeah, you you we're in this together." And and he told me who he was, and I remembered. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. He'd be a good guy for you to get on the air something Yeah, I need something
5: to. Like I that. need to and talk about his foundation. because. Um, and I saw him at a restaurant. I just didn't want to aggravate him. He was uh, He was at Big Mike's in downtown Moundville a couple of months ago. And I, I saw him over there, and I, I just didn't want to aggravate him. He was with his family, looked like that. Another couple was, was with him and his wife, and I didn't want to interfere. But uh, I know Tony uh, just by – I've interviewed him a few times, but I need to get him back on.
19: Yeah, I'm gonna tell him to reach out. I'm gonna tell him he needs to reach out
5: to you. Hey, to back hey, there. and 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 I got some ties back to Pickens County, man. So uh, I love the folks <laughs> out there. Uh, I'm a, I'm a deer hunter, and Pickens County's got the monsters. I mean, they they yeah. around here they've got the they got the studs out there. So not just good football, but uh, also good deer hunting out there too. So I know that's taking down the country route. But Jared, thanks, man. Appreciate you. All right, man. Thank you, All right, Jared in Dallas, Texas. We'll break here. We'll come back. Blueberry Steve, Montreal, Canada. Let me tell you about the pharmacy at Midtown. T.J. Thomas, he's the Nick Saban of Pharmacists. Medicine on time, promote well-being, prolong independence, improve patient care. But it's more than just that, right? I mean, you've got the, the multi-dose packaging, the bubble packaging. You say, well, why is that useful for me? Well, I'll say this. I'm at 45, and I go, did I take my medicine today? We've well, got the bubble package. You don't have to worry about it. You go by, oh, okay, I did. Okay, so it's, makes it simple, divided up in the doses. Uh, they're the only sterile compounding facility here in Tuscaloosa. It is the pharmacy at Midtown. And as we approach the new year, you know, I always say the goal is to spend more money in the local economy. Um, keep the dollar here in the local economy. 205-752-0627. And, uh, also the retail side of the pharmacy at Midtown. The, pharmacy at midtown tj thomas if your pharmacist doesn't have an alabama shirt on you don't want him we'll continue with more blueberry steve todd we'll take you guys next t-town tide 100.9 1230 wtbc your home for alabama crimson tide sports
1: always live always local dependable news coverage the latest news only from the tuscaloosa thread newsroom Your forecast for this evening, partly cloudy skies, low around 41. For tomorrow, high around 63, mostly sunny skies. And for Thursday night, mostly clear, low around 38. And for Friday, sunshine in the forecast with high around 62. The Alabama Medical Cannabis Commission has voted to award integrated facility business license to five applicants. True Leaf Alabama Inc., Sustainable Alabama LLC, Wagon Trail MedServe LLC, Flowerwood Medical Cannabis LLC, and Specialty Medical Products of Alabama. For the latest local news in Tuscaloosa, Alabama sports updates. And severe weather information, download the free Tuscaloosa Threat app. Never pay for your news and sign up for our daily newsletter with news
6: updates. Let me tell you about my friend Sonia at Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's original hemp dispensary. With unmatched quality and service, and she's focused on helping you find the right product to fit your needs. Sonia carries the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, and Delta 8 products in West Alabama. Plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Run by today. It's Freedom CBD. Tuscaloosa CBD store right next to Ion Apartments on 15th Street. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the and Nissan Traffic Center. Good news, they've cleared up the wreck on Culver Road at Malisham Parkway. Traffic is moving there at this time. Lurleen, slow, northbound through Northport. McFarland, heavy, westbound from Rice Mine over to 69. 69 backing up at Union Chapel. If you see other conditions, of course, give me a call. 205-886-8886. The year-end closeout is on now at Townsend Nissan with instant savings up to $10,000. Don't miss it. I'm Captain Ray. It's time to ring in the New Year right.
1: Bama! Oh!
0: It's the Alabama Crimson Tide and the Michigan Wolverines
1: in the college football playoff semifinal at the Rose Bowl.
0: Our coverage starts at 1 on New Year's Day on your home for Alabama football. Brought to you by Birmingham Race Course, BirminghamRacecourse.com. You can be a winner, too
5: a CPA 527 Main Avenue in downtown North Fork. small business and personal income taxes payroll sales tax needs they can also help you with nonprofit or church accounting or auditing in business since
9: 1999
5: they work for you not the IRS when you take on taxes you got to have someone on your side it's Don Wata CPA 205-345-5595 205-345-5595 Don Wata CPA the official accountant of the game. The Birmingham...
9: Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Mostly sunny this afternoon, the high today around 60. Fair tonight, the low 41. The weather stays rain-free tomorrow and Friday. Partly to mostly sunny both days, highs close to 60. Saturday, increasingly cloudy with a high at 62. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 55 degrees in Tuscaloosa
0: the best breakdown of Alabama football in the state. The game with Ryan Fowler on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Rock
5: Two lines available, 205-342-9904. Blueberry Steve, we're going to get to Todd coming up here in just a couple of minutes. If you want to jump in, we welcome uh, you to into the conversation. We're asking you, when you look at your confidence of Alabama winning a national title, what is it currently? 205-342-9904. Blueberry Steve, Montreal, Canada. Blueberry Steve, good afternoon. You're in the game.
13: Good afternoon, Ryan. How are you doing I'm good. I'm good. I hope you are too, man. Oh, I am. Thank you. Thank you. Um, to answer your question, I didn't hear all of your callers earlier. Uh, did Dawson call in earlier and give his uh, confidence level?
5: Yeah, he picked 110.
13: Is oh, he... my goodness. That's what I was going to say. That's what... <laughs> It's okay. So I got to go up 111, 111. Well,
5: we, had, well, we I... had Jumbo that called in and doubled him up and said – or not doubled him up, just went 10 points higher. He said 120.
13: I was going to say 110, but I I figured, because I didn't listen to all your... I missed uh, that, you know. Sometimes I have to to shut off the radio and uh, take some business calls, you know.
5: Okay, so 111 is where I'm going to go with Blueberry Steve. So you believe more than Dawson. So tomorrow when Dawson calls, I'm going to ask him, say, why do you doubt so much?
13: (laughs) And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because... Partially because of the odds, the Vegas odds, because Coach Saban will not let the Tides take their opponents lightly this year. They won't, either Michigan or whoever else, Texas or Huskies, he won't let, he won't let them, he won't let them take, the, take their opponent lightly. And I think that's a large part of it. Skill wise, I think we're, by any stretch of the imagination way better honestly and truthfully but there's that intangible you know how how are they going to approach the game and and with coach saban he's not he's not going to let them he's going to keep them focused am i right
5: oh he he dials them in i mean he knows when to push away and he knows when to to add to um i mean there's sometimes it's a little bit frustrating because it's it's it, it, sometimes it's I wouldn't say predictable, but sometimes he says stuff and it's just like, "Come on, what do you mean?" And he'll lift him up, and then he'll he'll praise him when you're you know you, the team's not playing well. That's why he's the greatest but, ever walked the sidelines.
13: That's right. That is right. He, he's got he's got it down past That skill set. I'm telling you, I'm tell, he did learn a lot from Belichick, but now Belichick can learn a lot from him. That's what I think. Um, one of your – I did listen earlier in the show, right off the top, and you had a guest who really said something that really spoke to me. Okay. Uh, he, he said that um, this year's Alabama team has a team of destiny feel. Um,
5: one of our guests that? did, Connor O'Gara.
13: Okay. You're, yeah, yeah.
5: First one out of so the
13: gate. Yeah, yeah. So when he said that, that really spoke to me because, yes, it does have a team of destiny feel. Why? Because at the beginning of this season, nobody thought that. I mean, well, I wouldn't say nobody, but the majority of people, yourself included, and and, and I will admit, you know, <laughs> I was a little concerned for sure. You know, who's the quarterback? Where are we going? What are we doing? And then after, after losing, uh, losing to. Uh, to the Longhorns in September was it September the 9th, I believe. I mean, it I, was second game of the season. Was. Yeah, yeah. And, and and the penalties we had ten penalties in that game. I know Dawson said we had eighteen the other day, but he was, he was exaggerating. We had ten penalties. I checked. I checked. Uh, we had two turnovers. Miller had two interceptions. I mean, but now look at how. How this team has evolved, how how they've grown as as players, as a team, come together as a team, and you know that's why I believe. That's why I believe that there is no doubt in my mind we're going to win the national championship. No doubt. No doubt. I I listened to a couple of other shows. I mean, it, it's
5: it's just you know. This team, Sorry. as you said it, and Connor O'Gara said it too, you, you almost feel like that this team is destined to win the national title. And that's hard to say. And there will be hard work. It doesn't mean they need to quit and go prepare. But I think this last couple of weeks has given them a little bit of time to enjoy, but then also rekindle that focus.
13: And that's what the coach, our coach, Coach Saban, his skill set of of managing young men, And and he won't, as I said, he won't let them lose their foot. He won't let them take their opponent, either, any of their opponents. That said, I will say one thing. Uh, I do listen to a couple other shows. I listen to, when I can, to Gary Harris, and I listen to The Miller's Edge. Um, Gary Harris was talking this morning about his concern about the Wolverines running game. So I was watching, I was watching... uh, the highlights of the game, Wolverines beating Ohio State. And, and yeah, their, their running game is pretty good. Their running game is pretty good. But I I still think that, I mean, our R.D. will be healthy, right?
5: They, yeah, probably as healthy as they've been.
13: Okay. And yeah. focused. I mean, you, and yeah, I, would,
5: I would assume that Kool-Aid would be back from the concussion protocol. Deontay Lawson would be a step closer to health. Um, should be should be really good.
13: So that so there you go. So that's what I have to say. Now, I uh, you're I, not
5: gonna I'm, listen, and I, I'm not trying to disagree with Gary. I, I respect his opinion. He's been around the game in college football a long time. You're not gonna beat Alabama playing one dimensional football.
13: No, no, that's true. But uh, their quarterback did. I did get a couple of passes against Ohio State. I, I, hey, what, I
5: what, what, did you, what did you just say right there? A couple of passes. <laughs> True. One more time. I'm
13: not like, look, look, look. I, I'm not going back 100%. I'm just I'm just. I mean,
5: they're 75th in the country in throwing the football. Good. They'll be 77th by the
13: time we're done with
5: them. Maybe worse. <laughs> I mean, you're just not going to beat Alabama playing one-dimensional football. I mean, think about what it takes to beat Alabama. You better be balanced. I got a solid yeah. quarterback. It's the weapons around him that I think is, is, is the issue. So best of luck. Best of luck. And Michigan, that ego, we're going to take care of it.
13: I well, you man. know what? I, I believe in karma. I, and, you know, as I told you uh, earlier this week, cheaters never prosper and Jim Harbaugh, you know, good for you for getting Hunter, Hunter Biden's lawyer. You know, to
5: negotiate. Did he really get that, or are you just pulling my leg? I'm just
13: pulling your there. You okay. Know.
5: I mean, I'll say this. he's He must have a really good attorney.
13: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thanks. Hey, Hal. That's what I have to add to your show for today.
5: Thank you, Blueberry I'll Steve. T- Roll Tide to you, man.
13: You're welcome. Roll Tide, buddy. Roll
5: Tide. We'll take Todd on the other side. T-Town Tide, 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports.
13: Nissan
0: National Championship Team Covering a National Championship Team The best sports talk in the state Tide 100.9 And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app
11: I'm dreaming of a white
8: Christmas just like the ones
5: I used to know. It is MedCenter Urgent Care, Family Medicine. No appointment necessary. The super doctors who live and work in our area. MedCenterUrgentCare.com. dot com. Care dot com. Doctor McGee, Doctor Lovely, Doctor Posey started med center over 20 years ago we expect the unexpected we've got to get you back to 100 percent and you can do that by visiting either location tuscaloosa Northport, north river demopolis fayette hoover alabama med center urgent care.com the online check-in a lot of people have got a a little bit of a under the weather and uh, online check-in you don't want to spend a lot of time waiting in the lobby and you can do that as the online check in. We'll take your phone calls. We'd love to jump in. We have two lines available if you want to jump in. 205 342 9904. Let's go to Todd. Todd, good afternoon, Todd. You're in the game. I hope all is well.
7: All is well, uh, brother Ryan. I tell you, man, it's, it's been rough over here in Jackson, Georgia, in the Lions den or the dog, the dog house, I should say. All, all my friends are, uh, Georgia Bulldog fans. And, um, so, like, I tweeted, what's your
5: average day,
7: Todd? man just um you know it, it, before the game well no i mean like nothing. right
5: now right now like do you you just do you say anything i mean do you have the alabama shirt on i mean
11: because oh, i mean i know
5: what you've you put up with the last couple of years and i know what Bama nick i know what josh in georgia all of you cats that live over there man i know what y'all all put right. up with
7: i i tweeted i tweeted you a picture i went over to a friend of mine's house and um and so they had a Santa Claus over. He's the best Santa ever, man. For all these kids, probably had fifty kids over. And uh, so Santa came, and he 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 walked up to me. The first person walked up to me, says, "I'm gonna have to ask you to leave." And so I, when I sit down with him, he opens up his shirt, and it's got a Georgia Bulldogs shirt on underneath his uh, Santa Claus suit. It's hilarious, man. So me and him hit it off, hit it off just right. But all of my fr- friends in there or just Georgia, Georgia, Georgia. It was day of the game. My friends were going to the game, and I'm the only one in the house with Alabama on, and uh they're all like, we're going to whoop you today. Do you see the spread? You see the spread, and man, I, I don't care what the spread is uh against Michigan. I, I'm 1,000%, brother, and um I've been Milrose man since uh, Texas A&M last year when I seen him warm up for Texas A M last year, and all the naysayers and all that stuff. And I I think one thing that really bothers me about, uh, Milrow is how, how all the media and everybody, they say he got benched. Um, you know, yeah, he went to the bench, but he didn't get benched because of poor play. He, He went to the bench because, um, you know, Saban had promised another kid an opportunity and, and he gave both of them opportunity and, and Milrow, um, um, excelled. But, um, i tell you, it is rough over here in Georgia, brother. And, um, in the lines den or dog pound or whatever. But i tell you what, I have to tip my head to you because I tip my hat to you, brother, because, um, man, when you, we listen to Bama Hick or whatever his name is, Bama Hick. And it's like, sometimes it's like watching paint dry, brother. you
5: talking about Bama uh, Nick? you talking about Bama yeah, Nick? Yeah. Bama Hick. Yeah. Oh, Bama Hick. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you, well, the good Lord has blessed me with a lot of patience. Oh, um. <laughs> uh, Love is patient, right, brother? Uh I try. I try, Todd. I mean I it, it can be a challenge sometimes, I'm not gonna lie. Uh but but uh I, I've got and I guess being married to my wife, uh for those I I've told people before, but my wife's a therapist. Uh she sees people that uh you know, I mean she does a lot of administrative stuff too, because she's in a supervisor role, but 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 she also sees people and, uh, she's taught me a few techniques over the years, um, of, uh, patience because I probably didn't have these patience, uh, before I married her 25 years ago. So, uh, it, uh, I, I'm, I'm one of those that I, am I mean, I, I, got my faults, but patience, thank, thank the Lord above that, uh, cause I mean, sometimes I mean, he'll call in, he'll be so intoxicated. I'm just like, okay, I'm, I'm trying to have a conversation that, is in the deep end of the pool and uh he wants to take me to the baby pool and that's okay but
7: uh you got a great teacher brother you got a great <laughs> great teacher and she's done she's doing a fabulous job because I, I i i don't know if i could do it brother i just i would i would fail i'm just well, I, I mean i won't
5: tell you that i don't have a piercing in my tongue uh i mean i, I that that <laughs> tongue that often you know what i mean i mean it, it does i mean from time to time but uh, I love people. I love people. And I, the the one thing that, and, and I got in this business because, and I had my first boss in radio. He used to tell me, he said, um, you want everybody to have opinion. And he developed this in, in me where I want to hear everybody's opinion. I don't want to be that one guy that just sits up here and just rattles for four hours. So I like people, you know, my favorite part of the show is when people chime in and call and participate because, to me, thirty-five opinions is better than one opinion. And so, hearing different opinions doesn't I mean I always agree, but it it uh, it's um it's a lot of fun to you know to be in, engaged. And uh, I tell you what, man, we got a pretty good team to cover too, man. Um,
7: you got I mean, you got the greatest greatest job in the world. I mean, world I have, have to, to pinch
5: myself, Todd. I mean, I mean, no kidding. I, I mean, I'm sitting here going, look at this team. I mean. This is uh it's just crazy. I mean to think about there's some media guys who never cover national championship caliber teams. And Nick Saban has given us more than we could ever count. It's the same thing with Alabama fans. I mean it, it just we're playing with house money. We're we're playing with house money. To be able to accomplish what Alabama's been able to accomplish. Um and, and here's the here's the part that you can tell your dogs over there, Todd. It it's, it doesn't look like it's slowing down. No, I mean it's think about up. it from their position. If you couldn't get Alabama this year, when are you going to get them? It's not happening, bro. I mean, you're sitting there going, okay, well we can't beat them, and you know they they don't have what do they have one second team all-american on the offensive side of the football in other words this team's young I mean they, they got some dudes on this team and you'll lose some guys um but you lost some guys last year
7: yeah I tell you there's a lot of faulty people over here right now um and a lot of friends they they, they won't take my calls and won't talk to me and um, they just um. I mean, you would have think, thought that they were in a a, a hot air balloon a uh, thousand miles up and it just got blowed, slapped up, off the face of the earth, man. And um, uh, some of the comments on Facebook and just so hateful and just uh, can't. What, one thing they're really hanging their hat on is that one uh, catch uh, they say is a no oh, catch. horse, right horse
5: Come down. on. I mean, you yeah. know what I mean? I mean, it's just come on, dogs. You're, you're better than that. I mean, if you want to be a champion, act like a champion. And this is another thing that you need to remind them too. When Alabama has had disappointing seasons, we've normally went to the bowl game and we've showed up. They want to pretend to be a champion. Go play like a champion.
4: Right. I
7: went to uh, Go the beat bowl Florida game. State
5: by a good margin.
7: Yeah, I went to uh, the bowl game in uh, Orlando a few years ago when Bama played Michigan and uh and harbaugh and uh and 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 dadgum bama took them to the woodshed down there that day and uh that was uh, down there in orlando it was a great game uh the michigan fans they did show up but i tell you what the alabama fans they showed up and showed out down there that day and so uh it was just another good day down there uh beating uh michigan and uh it's gonna be another another great day um when bama takes them to the woodshed again and that I don't know what what the heck, uh, Vegas is. Do they? I don't know if they just want to lose money on this one, or, or if it's a fifty fifty game. What what difference does that way to that point go to them? I guess they think it's so close, but I don't know, man. It's gonna. It's not. It's not going to be that close. I don't believe.
5: Well, listen. We depend on you on those front lines. Um, remind them dogs that they were the temporary king, and uh, all is well in the in the college football world. Uh, all is well in the college football world. I mean, we need to. I mean, we, we, we've got to, you know, we, we did our job of stopping them, but now it's our time to go win a championship. And that's right. Number 19 sounds better than 18. And, uh, I mean, like I said, I mean, as i was sitting there saying that, I just, I can't amount, even fathom the amount of frustration these other fans. No wonder they hate us, Todd. Mm. I mean, you can't kill us. I mean, you you literally have to chop our head off and throw it in the trash, and then hopefully we don't glue it back together and come back alive. It just I I get it. it
4: it's it's frustrating.
5: <laughs> I mean, from, from their perspective. So
4: last 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 thing, Ron. I know
7: you got to go, brother. But one of my friends, uh, he's his his grandchild is. Uh, uh, growing up you know and she goes in the in the in the living room saying roll tide and he, and he so he pulls his son off to the side my, my best friend pulls his son off to the side and he said look he said look at todd he raised his son zach to be a bama fan and look at him his son's a bama fan he said you're a georgia fan and your wife you're letting her raise your son to be or your daughter to be a bama fan you got to nip that in the bud son and i just started cracking up
5: <laughs> get him get him todd thanks man so much roll tide to yep. you Roll time, baby. Right back to you. Hey, we're going to be watching uh, this schedule release coming up uh, in just a few minutes. The SEC will be releasing that. I know we'll have coverage tied 109.com. I do remind you about DCH. Great things are happening at DCH. Our services, oncology, cardiac emergency services, orthopedic surgical services, women's services, dchsystem.com. Either location, Fayette, Northport, or the regional hospital there in Tuscaloosa. We greatly appreciate them for being a part of our show. We will continue with more of the next tide 100.9 1230 wtbc your home for alabama crimson tide sports
6: let me tell you about my friend sonya at freedom cbd tuscaloosa's original hemp dispensary with unmatched quality and service and she's focused on helping you find the right product to fit your needs Sonya carries the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, and Delta 8 products in West Alabama. Plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Run by today. It's Freedom CBD. Tuscaloosa CBD store right next to Ion Apartments on 15th Street. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the towns of Nissan Traffic Center. We got a pretty bad wreck. This is on McFarland Westbound at Hargrove Road. It's blocking the intersection. You can expect significant delays. Otherwise, northbound, heavy through Northport, 69 northbound, backed up at Union Chapel, McFarland westbound, heavy from Rice Mine over to 69. If you see conditions, give me a call, 205-886-8886. The year-end closeout is on now at Townsend Nissan with instant savings up to $10,000. Don't miss it. I'm Captain Ray.
5: Southern Owl House, 1530 McFarland Boulevard. Eat Southern, be Southern. All the biscuit sandwiches, the great Southern cuisine like the bacon-wrapped meatloaf, the fish and taters. All the great sandwiches like the Yardbird, the great salads, the daily lunch and dinner specials Monday through Saturday at Southern El House. We've also opened up an additional part of Southern Owlhouse House and expanded with our catering needs there to fulfill what you're looking for. 205-248-7500. As for Taylor, 205 248 Catering from a small party to a large corporate event, Southern Owl House, 1530 McFarland Boulevard. Did you know? Nukes Eatery right there on University Boulevard, 205 University Boulevard. Call ahead orders, 205-758-2455. We always like to say close enough that you can smell the championships. It used to be the fringe of the campus of the University of Alabama. Now the campus has built around them. When you're talking about a great sandwich like the Nukes Q sandwich or maybe a great salad, that macaroni and cheese is outstanding. The bowl of soup, a cup of soup, as we uh, lower temps here in West Alabama, you can parlay those and you can pick a pair. Maybe it's a California-style pizza. Maybe it's the great chicken salad, the pametta cheese. Catering from a small office party to a larger corporate event, Nukes Eatery, 205 University Boulevard, close enough that you can smell the championships. Go see Joel Bromfield and all the friendly folks at Nukes on University Boulevard.
1: This is Mitchell from Tuscaloosa. Merry Christmas to all,
6: and to all a road tide.
5: Paint Spot 15th Street close to the Harden's Bakery and also in Northport right past Highway 43 on McFarland Boulevard locally owned and operated since 1971 quality paint all the name brands but it's that expert advice how do you do this how do you accomplish this how do you protect this investment don't do what I did a few years ago went to the wrong place got Brad advice had to end up replacing a gigantic uh, deck that uh, on our on the front of our house and uh, I didn't put the quality paint on there. I, I made a mistake. And uh, I didn't know Philip at that time. And I walked in I said, Hey, how did I correct this? Well, it's too far gone. Well, this past year, we put a brand new deck on and uh, made sure I went with the quality paint and the expert advice. The paint spot. Philip Williams, locally owned and operated. If you go see Philip, Caleb, Matthew, and all those guys right there on Harden's Bakery or 15th Street, close to Harden's Bakery, the paint spot. Let's go to Greg and Alabaster. Greg, good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well, man.
11: All is well, Ron.
5: How about yourself? Oh, good, man. It's a great day. Great day.
4: Um, Oh, yeah. It's been been a good good time. We'll be, you know, uh, we vanquished the the evil dragon. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Go ahead.
5: No, we have. (laughs) I mean, I'm just sitting here thinking about it. I mean, I'm just... I mean, if we win a national title, yeah, I want to win a national title, but stopping Georgia was also a worth of the price of oh, admission.
4: What, what bothered me is they kicked dirt over us all the while not acknowledging that when you look at the final score of the national championship game, yeah, they won big, but they really didn't beat, beat us. It was mistakes made by us, which was forced by them because of, of the play we got to give them all the credit in the world. But they didn't really beat us. We beat ourselves. We got outside of what we could do, and we pressed and made mistakes. It happens. It's part of the game. But reality of it is they did not dominate us like the world was made out to believe. And that, that mantra, you know, kept on and kept on, and, yeah, they had us ranked high. And then when Texas beat us soundly, you know, they kicked dirt over the SEC. Well, except for Georgia. Georgia's a class of the field. Class of the field. All right. Nick Saban has done a very concerted effort over the last two years to get us being back to a physical team. Are we back to where we exactly need to be? No, but we're we're way ahead of where we should be or where we were. Um, and I, I think that got overlooked. You know, you go back and look at our scores. They are very similar in some ways to our, like, uh, you know, 08, 09, 10, and, and 11 run. I mean, we beat the crap out of people, and that's just putting it nicely. We beat the crap out of them. But when you look at the score, it was 13, 17 points. But the game was never in doubt. Think of all the games, you know, uh, once we finally put it all together or or finished the, 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 the getting the, the puzzles put together, starting with Tennessee, LSU, and so on, We beat those teams soundly. It may not have been a huge sports spread at the end of the game, but we beat them soundly. There was no doubt of who controlled the game. Uh, Let's flip to Michigan. Michigan has not played a powerhouse of anything with the exception of Ohio State and maybe Penn State. But the reality of it is, I don't think those teams are that good. No. Michigan was able to out physical because it's a spot.
5: Well, and, and what the guys said earlier, the best quarterback that they've played his first mobility has been Talia Tungvaluwa, and I like Talia. Love the family, love what they mean. But Jalen Milrose, it's just different. It's it's physicality. He's hard to tackle. He's got speed. He's got a little wiggle and a shake. I mean, it, it's, it's not just a straight-line runner, uh, and I'm not saying Talia is, but it's different, um, and that's the all-time Big Ten passing leader.
4: Right. I just don't think they have seen a complete yeah. overall team that can that can run and throw I agree. um it I mean, I'm not saying we're complete world beaters, but we are better than the average bear. Yep. I mean that that that's what I think is being poo pooed on. You go back with the exception of the opening drive, Georgia did not put together a consistent offensive plan against us the rest of the game. Yeah. Once we got up 10-7, we controlled the tempo.
5: Greg, give me a confidence, give me a percentage, uh, 0 to zero to 100.
4: For, national, for the natty? Yeah, for the natty. I'm, I'm going to go 100. I mean, I, I just do not see if we play our best I how agree. anyone it, it can beat us. Yeah, Greg. Roll time, my brother.
5: Thanks, man, so much. So let's go to Ellis, Manchester, Tennessee. Ellis, one minute, let it rip.
7: Woo, what's up, Ryan Fowler? Oh, nothing
5: much, man. Just having a great day, hanging out with the best fans of the country. I got me an awesome
7: t shirt today. I saw it on Facebook a couple
5: of minutes ago. I like it.
7: Love it. I love it. Uh I'm ninety nine point nine percent.
5: I like that. I like that. Ninety nine point nine that we're gonna win the natty.
18: All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh just uh and uh
7: what we start practice when We will start, uh, no,
5: Saturday, Saturday. Yeah, and and I got to get out of here, Ellis. I got to, okay, I understand. understand. It'll be Saturday, I don't know the exact time, but uh, it'll be Saturday afternoon, I think. All right, roll tide, Brian Fowler. Roll tide. Big thanks to Noah across the glass. We want to thank our law enforcement officers, EMTs, firefighters, first responders, highway patrol, law enforcement officers. We say thank you, thank you, thank you. We salute you. We remind you that we call this program the game of the elements. You win a big game, the game of life is to walk daily with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Good night, t oh,
11: Come on, all let's take this town.
0: Thank you for listening to The Game with Ryan Fowler. Powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. On your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide
11: 100.9 app.